Okay. Hi, so Craig. Craig is joined. Uh, everybody say hi to Craig. Um, okay, Craig. Hi, my name is Dallas. Uh, I will be your DM tonight. My pronouns are he, him. Tonight we've got uh, Shiloh. What are your pronouns? He, him. My mud boy is also same. All right. We've also got no, uh, Jan with us. Hey, uh, my name's Jan. Character is Snarky Pippins, and we use he, him pronouns. All right. Uh, Izzy, we've got him with us as well. Yep, he, him, and my character is Rock Muncher. And he is a thing. I should say it is a thing, I guess. <laughs> Very well. Um, so if anybody would like to get a inspiration point for giving a bit of a recap, we can do that now. Um, otherwise, I can jump right into it. How would you guys like to go? I'll, I'll do the recap. All right. So in the last, uh, last little mini adventure, we uh, arrived at this place and there was a farmer that was trapped in his uh, basement by a whole bunch of orcs that were kind of beating him up and stuff so uh, we ended up exploring the place using familiars getting a whole bunch of info and using it to absolutely decimate them in fact I'm not entirely sure a single person in our group took a point of damage I, and I, then, I, don't, I don't really think so no, we uh, played that master. The story sounds way better that way, though. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we did. Uh, we did let one of the orcs go, um, and she's fine doing her own thing, going back to her family and letting her uh, her mom and dad know that all of the different um, all of her brothers are, are now dead. Yeah, and I think that about wraps up where you guys are at. You guys haven't gone back. I mean, well, you talked to um, Mash and sent her on her way, but you guys haven't really talked to Large Allen um, and figured out what, what he's doing. Um, but other than that, you guys are free to talk to him and and uh, get a piece of paper from him saying that you saved his shit. Um, and you guys can collect your reward um, and talk to him from there. Right. Yo, where's he at? Can I see him? He's, um, he's laying outside on the bridge, slumped yeah. up against it. The mini's got oh, reset. Guys. Let's go. Roll yeah. up on him. Yeah. Oh, hey, guys. Uh, seems like after what I heard you talking to that orc lady, who I'm surprised. I don't know if she saw me or not, but I'm surprised she didn't attack me as well. Uh, I, I'm guessing, since she's walking away, that there's nobody else inside. Oh, yeah, we did a firm, clean sweep of the place. Uh, she's nothing to worry about, really. Uh, but your your place is safe. See for all the bodies uh, and a small, uh, you know, explosive de devices detonated in a few of the rooms. Uh, you're all good to go. Clear of infestation. Oh, oh God, that's so great. Now I just... Would you do one more thing for me? I need to make sure my prize-winning cow... Uh, win winner is is okay. Uh, I your your prize winning cow's name's Winner. Yeah, it's. Did you name it before or after it's won anything? Uh, before which people don't believe, and it's up for debate. It's it's like a chicken and an egg thing. Uh, okay, okay. Where is Winner? I, I well, she's not here. Chickens. 
Sure, I I'm guessing she's somewhere on my land, but I can't go and find her. She usually just hangs out here, but got scared away when all these people were walking around in my house. All right, so you just want to start to find your yeah. Your I'll give coo. you. I'll give you something good if you guys. I'll I'll start going upstairs and grabbing it. Uh, if you guys want to just take a look around. Sure. Uh. Yeah. 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 Uh. One second, because I have to open my character sheet. Right. So. Uh, it's just going to be a D6. You don't actually need to know numbers. Um, and oh, okay. I'm just going to get um, one of you to roll per hour. So if you guys don't immediately find it, that'll be, you know, it'll, it'll go longer if you're interested. Uh, yeah, do we, do we have to burn anything specifically to find the cow? Because I was just going to have... Aurelia scouts some nearby fields with oh, a bird's eye view to, to look for that's, cow. That's way better. I, I like that. Uh, that might make things a lot easier for you guys. Um, yeah, go ahead and do that. And you, you have to do a perception check once you're flying around up there. But I think okay. that'll make it a lot easier. Uh, Aurelia has plus three to perception. So that is... Uh, oh, that's not fantastic. It's a ten. Okay. Well, um, from the aerial view, you don't know which cow is the prize cow. You see through her eyes as you're, you're scanning the terrain. There's some horses over there to the left. There's some pigs over here. There's some cows. Um, you, you can't see anything that would pick out any one cow in specific, but you do know where the cows are are generally at so you could follow to that spot and try and pick it out from there uh, but you don't know like oh there she is um, uh, I'll ask uh, considerable Alfred if uh, th- is there anything that distinguishes your coup like oh, any modics um, or colors? She's got a really pretty blue bell on like a bow on one ear. Um, could I could I talk to the cows and ask them if one of them's name is Winner? Can you? <laughs> you you probably can. I'm pretty. You have speak with animals. I hope so. Isn't that circle of shepherd? Oh, shepherd's druid. Oh, that's right. You're a druid. Shepherd's druid. I assume you could just talk to the animals, right? Yeah. No, yeah, I think I'm shepherd's sure. druid just gets that innately. Uh, yeah. I think that's that's one second. I have to pull up your character sheet now yes yeah, uh, circle of shepherd druid speech of the woods at second level you uh beasts can understand your speech and gain the ability to decipher the noises and motions uh they lack the intelligence to convey or understand sophisticated concepts but a friendly beast could relay what it has seen or heard in the recent past <laughs> so right. yeah yeah is a name considered complex no i don't think so it, and again it would it would know if you say it like out loud or whatever <laughs> And maybe it doesn't know um, the, be like, the name, but it's like, do you know where the cow with a blue ribbon is? And they're like, oh, yeah, we know where she is. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Yeah. They also recognize the name as the cow with the blue ribbon, too. Once yeah. you put the two together, they'd or, be like, oh, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. We're just saying win- winner. You know what I mean? Like, probably know which one is winner. I mean, dogs know their own names, so surely yeah. cows have to. Yeah. 
yeah, either way, I think this is brilliant, and I think you're definitely going to make this happen. So you guys walk over to the field of cows. It takes you maybe 15, 20 minutes. You decide to leave your your wagon because you're going to have to come back anyway. It takes you about 15 minutes to get to the cows, and when you guys get to the edge of the cows, um, Snarky Pippin uh starts speaking with the cows how would you, what are you gonna what are you gonna say to these these moomoos well, um i think in their language it's gonna sound like a lot of uh huffing and quiet moos um a couple of like snorts in there Pound right. the ground, you know stomp the ground a couple times you know yeah that's a lot of that's... its body language yeah you know with the cows yeah. um but yeah uh, I, I thought, yeah, I'm just gonna ask them all if any of their names are winner. But yeah, how do they uh, respond? Well, we're not winner. Uh, winner's over there. If you if you just kind of follow us, we'll we'll take you right to her. And then they just kind of start calling out winner, but it's it's actually just a large moo, and they're just Perfect. mooing as they're just walking forward with the group of you guys behind and. Uh, Winter just comes running up. It's like, hey guys, how are you doing? And you can hear all of this as they're chattering back and forth, talking about how they were looking for. Her. And uh, I'm assuming you you then tell the the other cow, not Winter specifically, but as like a translator almost. Uh, even though you could probably speak to Winter right now, she seems way too haughty toddy for you. Uh, she she does like. She's got her nose snubbed up to you, you know. Uh, this bitch. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so she she takes your uh, conversation and basically understands that the the master wants to know if if she's safe. And she's like, "All right, I'll come back with you guys." And she kind of like she saunters her way over. Way too much hip for a cow. Like way too much hip. Just like left and right, left and right. Um, but it takes you guys another, probably a, another 20 minutes to get back. Actually, I think it would probably take you guys longer because you saunter it. Uh, so we're going to go like half an hour. This bloody uh, cow is a slut. Yeah. <laughs> I stayed at the, uh, wagon making gizmos. Okay. That's understandable. <laughs> um, so yeah, you've got an hour, so you made like what? Another one. So, um, but yeah, you guys get back and as soon as you do, He's like, oh, winner. And he runs up and he hugs the cow. And you kind of think for a second, maybe it's a little too too long of a hug for a cow. Oh, God. Um, but he's like, all right, guys, uh, thank you so much. I I went upstairs and I think those goddamn orcs, I, th- I don't know where it is. I couldn't find it on any of their bodies. But there was a set of mithril armor I was going to give you guys. And when I couldn't find that, I was like, it's okay. I'll just give them some gold I have. Um, I couldn't find that either. Uh, so. Oh, they already, ah, bastards. Yeah, I know, that's what my thought was. I did, yeah, I'm, I, it's crazy how quickly they must have ransacked this place. Uh, but I do have these, and he pulls out two skulls, one, like, a tiefling skull, and one, like, a human skull. Jesus Christ! And they're made of butter. What? Butter. We're uh, yeah, called the Butter Skull Ranch for a reason. We're called the Butter Skull Ranch for a reason. And you, I think you can. Little horns on it. Yeah, it, it's it. What they're all crafted by hand. Uh, let's just say that there, there's Do you no. Pop them in your mouth. 
There's nothing creepy about it. Um, you shouldn't put him. In, that's a lot of butter to put in your mouth. This you, is like a just eat a lot of butter. Yeah, no, this is for butter's like, you, yummy. You could probably sell it. I'll be honest. I, again, I don't have. I don't know where my money is. I'm, that's why I was so worried okay. about my. We money. don't have like a way to re- or refrigerate this or nothing. It's going to melt. Have the chicken oh, cooked that's in so butter. True. It's so good. Rock Muncher, do you just want to eat this here? I mean, Mud Boy, I guess, because apparently you also eat raw butter. You guys just want to have a quick snack? I'm going to go ahead and take up some rocks um, and saute them. (laughs) There you go. All right. I would Um, never eat raw butter, but rocks and butter. Rocks and butter. Don't mind if I do. Yeah. Um, All right. So you guys have a nice meal because it is starting to get. Well, no, again, it was only like two. So you guys are, it's sitting at like four o'clock. Uh, it's, it's about midsummer. So you guys have until nine. So you guys can make it on the road a good four hours before um, needing to rest for the night. Okay, so you guys here at Butter School Ranch, um, you guys got back to your cart after getting everything everything handled at the butter school ranch um he signed a piece of paper saying that you guys helped him more than he could imagine um and that he didn't have anything to reward you guys for and so he said that he would be indebted if the the mayor would give more of a reward to you guys um and so you may get a increase on your reward for the butter school ranch for returning his cow um Fucking tight. And then, so you guys have two options. You guys have Don John Ruskin with you guys. He's been just kind of chilling. He was like, I'm not going in to fight the orcs. You guys already passed the spot you could have dropped me off at, but I understand this guy was obviously in danger. Um, so you guys can either keep Don John in your cart and head through the Neverwinter Wood to the Loggers camp here. Um, or you guys can head back down the Tribor Trail and then veer off later in the night for Mountain Toe's gold mine to drop Don John off. So, okay. We just did... So where's our tertiary objective? Because so, he's, he's going to the gold mine. Where's the third place that we were thinking about going uh, to? Logger's Camp. You are supposed to also drop off supplies there. Um for for the loggers that are yeah, yeah they're just loggers that you're supposed to give supplies to uh which is what, why it was at the, the lowest of your, just are they like uh, medical supplies or no they're just rations or? they're just rations when you guys right. and they're them, in the guys, woods they're in the fucking woods there's a billion places that they can scavenge and hunt um yeah which is why i figured it would be tertiary on your guys's objectives uh especially with <laughs> don john yeah tertiary is you know the like secondary primary tertiary second third primary tertiary versus first secondary yeah yeah Yeah. um tertiary is uh third pertaining to the word third are you sure yes yeah Uh, it's the third (laughs) yeah yes tertiary means third oh it's it's like latin i think the the ter uh, tertiary. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Primary, um, secondary, tertiary. Yeah. Huh. Um. There's something over there. Yeah. There we go. Um. Just so yeah. Um. We. 
I just figured you guys would probably go to the loggers camp last because it is. It seems not, like least important. It's yeah. not like they they're fucking starving. You they're yeah. just supposed to bring their monthly supply. You know what I mean? Listen, uh, according to this map, there's fucking like six rivers that run through that forest, and their camp <laughs> is on the side of it. You can go fucking four weeks without food. You can only go a couple days without water, and they have a shit ton of water. And this is a new issue for them. Yeah. So they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> they can tummy yeah. ache it out. We're going to go to this mine and deliver Don The reason John. why there's... we're delivering the food is because the town's mayor is too much of a coward to come out here in this special circumstance. That's all. Ordinarily, mm. he'd have somebody else do it or himself, and whoever it is isn't willing to. We're brave. Hence, we get to do the jobs and get to pay. Yay, us. Let's go, guys. Okay. So you guys are heading from the Butter School Ranch. Okay, we're um okay. So as you guys leave the the butter school ranch, you guys can head twenty five miles in a day, so like five cubes. Um but that doesn't necessarily help you right now because you guys are traveling from night. So I would say you guys would be able to get about fifteen miles. Um no, I would ten. So you guys would be able to land in this coneberry spot. I don't know what Coneyberry is. Do not, do not know actually. Coneyberry, what? Yeah, there's. I was. You guys would make it only like ten miles, which would put you at this Coneyberry. But there's nothing about a Coneyberry in this book. Can you ping it? I don't see anything. This uh, is the marble is. Um, is Coneyberry oh. from the other story in this location? No, because this is just the. So what you're telling us is that there's a location with absolutely no backstory whatsoever? Yeah. Uh, it says right here, Coneyberry was a small farming village on the eastern edge of the Neverwinter Woods. It is cons uh, consisted around a dozen houses standing, so it's a hamlet, sheltering within the forest <laughs> edge like so many villages in the area. The adjoining homesteads uh, extend east and south, separated by a small cart track leading to Tribor. People in Coneyberry cut trees from the forest only when required for food. They hunt the forest fringes, uh, such as snaring rabbits and growing crops. They sought trade with travelers who come to the area, mostly self-sufficient. They bought linens, clothes, dishes, and cooking wares. Um, for community the farmers, are they are well... Uh, the wiki. <laughs> oh, okay. Google. Uh, apparently, it appears that. in Lost Mines of Fandelver and Dragon of Ice Spire Peak at some point. Huh. I don't... Again, I don't see any. It's like not a spot on my map, and it doesn't tell me about it at all. I'm not gonna spoil anything for me, but let me see if I can't uh, pull up something about it in the. Yeah, yeah it's whatever. <laughs> but anyway, you guys are apparently able to find this little town as you guys are cutting through that you somehow missed before, um, or maybe just ran right through it. Um, but you guys are leaving the Butter School Ranch, hitting the the Coneyberry Village. And uh, you guys are able to just kind of crash safely, knowing that there's other people keeping guard. Uh, you guys are feel fr like are free to keep up guard of yourselves, of your own. Um, but otherwise, you guys can rest for the night. We'll call it a a long rest. Uh, does anybody have anything they'd like to notate while they do a rest? Um, yes. Yeah. Preparing spells. I am sure Izzy wants to make some more of his uh, contraptions. <laughs> which I've, I've realized listening to the fucking recording that I gave you like seven different <laughs> rules. Uh, yeah. So 
very confusing actually thinking about what they actually are and what they do. Yeah. So <laughs> how to I've, actually calculate the damage. Yeah, I I figured it out. It's a lot of dice to roll, uh, but it's one d four to figure out which cardinal direction it hits, and then <laughs> um, an armor check to see if it does hit, and then one d six for the like damage for each arrow. So it could be up to twenty four damage if there's people in each direction, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but otherwise, it's d six possibly. Uh, but that is what I, I like after listening to myself say it four times. I'm like, this is what we're doing. Um, <laughs> so, but you guys are at Coneyberry. You guys could probably refill up on any basic supplies you would like. You guys can talk to people here. Or you guys can just crash on the side of their town and just head out in the morning. I'm going to be a general menace to their uh, their infrastructure and architecture. <laughs> just going to check to see if they've got any stone buildings and stuff like that. Um, oh, yeah. You do uh, see a, a a small hut that off to the side of it has a like kiln and it looks like it's a pizza oven basically. Um and it's like a big size one, but there's like one part on the side where it's got airflow that there's just a brick that's loose and you're able to wedge that off. And it's, it's a nice airy stone with a layer of hard, like concrete mortar material around it. So it's very much like a, a crunchy outside gooey inside deal when you snack upon it. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and offer some to the rest of my compatriots. Oh man, he's so generous, guys. Is anybody gonna take him up on his nice rock? Bud boy, he's curious. He's never tried such an idea, but he he's into the. But it hurts his teeth really bad, so he switched it up. <laughs> he's just, all right. Yeah, uh, Snarky Pippins has sensitive gums. <laughs> yeah, he just says. And Warden currently has a tooth infection. Yeah, so they're they're all just gently declining your offer. Um, um but so. For this long rest, what I'm actually going to work on is trying to adapt the, uh, the I guess, tiny crossbows from a trap shooting in four different directions to um, kind of like a, a mount where you have a whole bunch of those tiny crossbows facing one direction, all shooting in the same direction. And oh. all you have to do is just, I guess, pull a string or something along those lines in order to set them all off at the same time. Okay, um, we can work on that. I think that's going to take you a little bit of research and time and stuff like that. Because you see, you can you can start doing this. Let's go ahead and give like uh, uh, this is going to be something you're making by yourself. Like it's not just replicating something, and you're you're not necessarily an artificer. Um, so I'm just thinking about the amount of time it would take somebody not only just to make one, but to like trial and error and trial and error. Um, I don't know if 30 hours is enough. Um, let's call it 30 hours and you have to like write down the hours that you're keeping mm -hmm. track of it. Uh, and you're not going to be able to do it all the time. You know what I mean? Especially like tonight, you probably need to actually take a rest. You didn't take a rest last time when everybody else yeah. did. And now you've used some, some key points and stuff like that. So you haven't even taken like a short rest. Um, I think my character actually hasn't slept in a good few days. Yeah. Is that from what you've said? It, you your character hasn't slept in like two or three days, um, but you're a monk, so it's like you 
can kind of just like deal with that. Um, but if you do it much longer, you're going to start harming yourself. Um, so, you know, you need to take a rest and that you're not going to be able to put in many hours of it tonight. Um, so I'll go ahead and give you two hours. Um, if you're waking up with everybody else, I'll give you two hours right now. All right, perfect. Uh, that works for me. And I still have those three traps from last session. I'm pretty sure I remember that correctly. I only have three left. Yeah, I do believe so. Uh, but you did make one in the hour that they were searching for the cow. Yep. Um, cool. So you got four. Um, but would anybody else like to do anything fun or trivial uh, while they, they stay the night here? They can, You guys could talk to somebody and hear a good story for the night, or you guys could just call it a night, crash, and go. Start I don't really have anything. Fuck. Anything in mind? One second. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> My mouth is hurting. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Mud boy doesn't care. Okay. Well, it sounds like everybody's just like, no, nah, let's keep going. So that's what we're going to be doing. Um, you guys wake up in the morning, uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. You smell bacon off to the side. Um, and what you can only imagine to be um, eggs. So you guys are definitely woken up a little bit hungry. Um, but you guys can head out in the morning. Well, you guys travel one, two, three, four, five in one day. And then you guys have the option to sleep and rest again. Um, you guys could travel through the night, but you guys could potentially get lost. Um, if you guys did a perception check, I let you guys get another 10 miles um, closer to your destination. But you guys would still be like 10 miles off or arriving at 2.30 in the morning having not slept. Hmm. Do we sleep? I mean, 2.30 in the morning, we go to sleep, wake up around 11. I'm cool with that. Let's do it. You want to go to the mine, travel, traveling through the night, uh, crashing at the mine at 2.30, and then waking up at 11 and doing it? I'm up for it if everyone else is. Yeah. It okay. Seems cool. like what I'd do on any given day. Okay, cool. Well, then you guys um, pull up to... Um, what you can only imagine is the beginning entrance to the mine. Um, you guys have a little bit more to go to, but you also don't want to encroach too far. Um, as you guys are setting up your tents for the night and getting your fire ready, um, why don't I get a perception check from uh, two people? You guys choose. Roll. Oh, crap. I rolled a two. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, you do have inspiration. Uh, you could you could re-roll. I think you have three points of inspiration right now. Please let me do it. Am I gonna add my perception to this? Yes. Oh crud! All right, uh, then I com combined. It's enough. Okay. Yeah. Um. What about the second person, which I think was gonna be Shiloh? How about a thirteen? Okay. So <laughs> as you guys are. Uh, setting up camp and, and moving around the edge of it, just kind of doing like a quick clean sweep of some of the sticks and branches so that while you guys travel through your, your tents at night, you're not um, making too much noise. Um, you guys come across, uh, Mudboy, you, you come across a glinter of light in, in the darkness and you kind of hedge your way over there. And as you get closer, I'm assuming you have some sort of torch with you to give you a little bit of light. Or actually, no, you've got semi-dark vision. So um, you're able to see this 
pretty vividly because uh, it's it's the dusk of morning. You know what I mean? Two thirty in the morning. It's not too dark anymore, um, and you see the head of a small black cat sitting in front of you, and there is a light string wrapped around its neck, and the cut seems remarkably clean, and there is a pile of blood leaking out of its neck. Uh, it doesn't seem oh. super fresh, but you you find such a thing, and uh, you can do with that information what you will. It's a beheaded cat? Yes. There is no Jesus body Christ. to the cat. You just find a head. Hmm. Wow. It's really weird, guys. That's fucking what a thing. Uh, what do we do about that? Well, I take it off the pike, and I... Oh, it's not on a pike. It's you just find a, oh. a cat's head on the ground. Um, right. Okay. And has a little string on it. You said. Yeah, it's got a it's got a strand around its neck that seems very thin, but emits like a, a light glow, um, and it seems pretty strong. What the heck? I haven't touched it yet, but there's, that's what I see. Yes. Um, I'm gonna immediately start digging a hole. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll give the the. Does everybody a... else see the glowiness? I uh, yeah, everybody sees it. Um, if if yeah. you, like again, if if you guys are all now like like Mud Boy was like, hey guys, mm -hmm. weird cat head. Um, and you guys are all checking it out. Yeah, you guys would all see like a faint glowing coming off of like a string that's like wrapped around Jeez. the base of the cut. Real uh, weird. I... Don't touch it now. Yeah, that's probably some sort of trap, and I have no way of, you know, figuring out what it is. And I'm not privy to touch it. Maybe one of you guys should use one of your familiars with little to no risk to yourselves to try Well, listen, I still love my bird. Oh, fine. <laughs> Aurelia, do me a favor, lass. Fuck with the string. Uh, your bird looks at you a little confused and like you can see its chest inflate and then just slightly drop a little bit as its shoulders drop and it flutters off of you um heads right for for the the, the cat's head and yeah. sits on the ground and just kind of lifts one foot and like looks at you and like you sure about this and you give like a solemn nod before he just pushes it with its foot it doesn't move or anything like that he's not immediately ensnared um, so it takes his little bird claws and grabs at the string and is able to pull the string off. And as it does, it wraps immediately. It just like encloses entirely. Um, and it slides off the bird's finger just in time to avoid being assumedly cut. Um, and now it is just a single line of threat. Um, and it kind of ethereally burns at both ends before dissipating altogether. What the fuck? Anybody know what just happens? You guys could do some intelligence checks or history sure. checks or something like that. Is this a magical effect? Would this be Arcana? Um, you you could you could see if you've heard anything magic wise that would be like a spell or something like that that oh, would be causing shit. this. So like you can. There's I have several no roles that you guys can do. I rolled, a, I rolled a 19. Nice. Plus anything? Uh, it was an 18 plus one. Oh, so. cool. Um, so 
magic wise, you know that there's several spells that cause ensnaring, like one way or another. Some of them are vines that grab up. Some of them are rocks that come up and compress you into a singles position. Um, but none of them seem this thin. Like, as you recall hearing about them, this, that, and the other thing, they all are relatively visible. And this one was nearly invisible. Um, you could see a glint of light off of it, but it was very hard to perceive. And that makes it a little bit unknown to you in the magic world. Uh, does anybody want to try and do a history or uh, what was the other one? I think let's just go history. I think or, it's weird. Or even religion, I guess. And Mudboy does a, a, a planar check. I check for extra planar portals in the ne nearest mile. <laughs> um, again, I, you're going to have to explain to me what those do, but I don't think there's any of them here. If you have aliens in the story right now, then there's portals. If not, then no. No, no aliens in the in the storyline, hey, so there's no, no awesome. portals. Um, okay. Somebody it's could also do a detect magic. Do. Yeah, he doesn't have that. Oh, what would Mudboy do? Yeah, no, that's that's totally cool. Um, so yeah, at this point, um, you guys are really unsure. You guys have talked it over, and you're just absolutely befuddled by this. Um, assumedly, you guys don't want this next to your your bed, so I'm assuming you tell the bird to kind of move it somewhere else. We're just gonna bury it. Yeah, okay. I got a pickaxe. This oh, thing is that's why you were digging dig. the hole. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. I thought you were trying to hide yourself. Um, <laughs> so, uh, like an ostrich. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I was assuming, or like ah. a mole, like a mole. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, you you dig a hole for it. You you bury this this cat's head uh, underground, uh, a bit away from your own tent, as to be just weary of it attracting animals at the very least. I would like uh, to hold a service in honor of your mama. Joe Mama greets you tonight. No, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you guys can have a, a, a ceremony for it and just have a, like a moment of silence and like worry for the thing as you put it to rest. Um, I would like to propose a eulogy. Oh, you feel free, sir. Yeah. This happened for a poor cat, but it has been taken into the embrace, warm, loving embrace of Joe Mama. Then Joe Mama to thee. And you hear a and whisper of Joe Mama in the background. Nobody said it, but Joe Mama hears you. Um, but that is generally what you guys find out about it. You guys go to sleep a little bit uneasy. Um, while you guys are notating all of this, Don John Ruskin seems very unnerved and is just like, I don't, I really hope that this isn't trouble up ahead i folks i i hope we'll be able to negotiate everything i heard there was some serious delegations needed so we'll we'll Would see you in be the morning privy to explain it real quick uh to recap what we're doing at the mine well I, I need you guys to just take me here so that i can delegate between some of the miners and some apparent dwellers within the mine um well, like I don't drow? know if they were there before. I'm sorry, what was that? Like Drow or Yurigo? No, I, I believe they're some sort of uh, were person. They're 
not too I like the word hasn't rope. they haven't quite uh, told me which variety of the where people they are, but uh Shet. But I, I have been told that they transform into some beast when upset. So Chairs, but they're also balls. willing to talk about, you know, hospital situations where maybe they just, you know, sit over here while we do our thing and then we'll let them back in maybe even make the place better i it's gonna take some delegations but that's sure where... no i was just curious as what we were walking into yeah i it's it's real hard to to gauge especially after what we just saw like what if that is you know, what if they're where cats themselves and they that was one of their own uh maybe there's a a coup going on in the where cat situation i don't I'm worried, but I got no idea aside from what, what I just told you. Well, I'm just clueless, so it's going easy and quiet-like, eh? All right. Well, let's get a good night's rest um, and head at this in the morning. I, I guess I'm glad we got here so quick, but I don't know. I feel like I would have been a little easier feeling if, if uh, we hadn't run into that cat mess, but... <laughs> anyway, you guys have a good night, and uh, he heads into his tent, which I might add is a little bit nicer than your guys's. Um, I don't care. It's got like some fur lining on it. He, it he's kind of hoity-toity about it, uh, but he's a well-dressed man. Ooh, I wonder. I can show you guys what he looks like. I find a nice slab of rock to just lay on for the night. That's not too difficult to do because you guys are at the base of some mountains, so. Uh, most of them have been able, most of you guys have been able to find a nice clearing of grass to put your tent down. Um, but, uh, rock muncher steps off to the side and, and finds a little bit more of a hill and digs himself a little bit away of the, the, the dirt and plant material. And then he finds a nice slab of rock to lay his head on. And I'm going to go ahead and use all eight, eight of those hours to keep making a quacha. <laughs> okay, uh, so now we're at 10 hours. Um, would anybody else like to do anything um, with the night? Being vigilant. That's what I'm doing. Okay, um, so you guys have already had several long rests, so I'm not going to make you guys do everything else again, but um, if you would like to roll like a perception check to stay observant through the night, um, unless you guys would like to take turns, in which case more than one person can be observant through the night. Um, I'll go ahead and take the first watch, and I assume that mine would be with severe disadvantage. Um, yeah, because I'm gonna be yeah, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're going to be awake all night, but you're going to be focused on something else, so give me a disadvantage. I would just offer and, like, They'd likely agree to let me, considering I'm going to be awake anyways. <laughs> if you guys want to look in story so far, I put a picture of what Don John Ruskin looks like. Ooh. I have dark vision, so I can take a shift. It looks like nice. Black Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, he does. He does. He looks so cool. Like, I want, yeah, I just want you guys to know how cool this guy is that you're carrying. Mm. Uh, like you almost think that he could do it by himself. Right. You you're like pretty sure he could do it by himself, but um, you can tell maybe he has you there for more muscle than you signed up for. Um, 
especially after he told you about the where people, which he didn't tell well, you on your whole trip here, which you guys had several days about to to learn. Uh, he didn't mention. He kept real quiet until you guys got real close, and he's like, "All right, yeah, I'll talk to you guys." Uh, <laughs> um, For these perception checks, uh, how does disadvantage work with those? Disadvantage. So you'll just take two rolls and then take the lower of those two rolls, um, and you will add perception to either okay. one of those. So 14 and 8, that means I've got 11. Okay. Um, so 11. And then we were going to get one from each each other person. So we've got Shiloh, you got your roll? It's uh, like a 5. So uh, okay. That's a no. This, this is a perception roll? Yeah. Fuck, then I, I totaled 7. Alright, alright. Oh. So you guys... Um, you guys are watching through the night, and um, who got the lowest roll? I'm like Shiloh. Shiloh, Mud you got the lowest? Uh, Mud Boy. No, he got 11. Um, so, Mud yeah. Boy got, got a five, right? five. Okay. So, yeah, you are keeping the the watch first off, and you are – you actually fall asleep. You are watching for a while. You're keeping your eyes out. Nothing's happening, and you fall asleep. And the the time comes when you're supposed to wake up Jan's character, Snarky Pippins, and you're not awake to do so. And it takes another hour, two hours, before Snarky Pippin wakes up himself and is just like, I thought I was supposed to be watching guard. And so he watches, he wakes up and he watches for a little bit and there is nothing to be seen. Um, all of this is while Rock Muncher is cradling away at his items in the cart. And uh, while he is doing that, he does hear some noises, uh, but then he sees you guys poking around, doesn't think much of it, and keeps working on his doohickeys. Um, and then you guys have made it through the night, uh, and you guys wake up. Don John pops out, and he's like, all right, I think I've gotten enough sleep. And he's stretching. He's busting out of his, like, little leather vest. He's just he's just rippled. Like, uh, you guys are hot for Don John Ruskin. I'm just excited to tell you. Uh, <laughs> it's not me. It's you guys. Um, okay. So, yeah, you guys are here at uh, Mountain Toes Gold Mine. And uh, as you guys walk up. Um, so you guys are heading further in. Like I said, you guys are still five or ten miles away. You guys are just on the edge of this one clip that I put you guys at. You guys are like here. Uh, so you guys have like five to ten miles to go. And uh, as you guys are walking forward, you guys come across um, several several dead orcs. Uh, a low ridge rises to your right and you see sword mountains scrape into the gray sky but closer in something is strewn across the rocky ground 90 feet ahead of you well ain't that something says don john pointing at what appear to be six dead orcs oh shit i immediately digging holes all right uh can i do a medicine check to ascertain how they died yes uh go ahead and give me that medicine 19 plus zero um all right so you're able to determine that uh these six orcs were killed by extreme cold um and they've been thawing for a while and assuming that they were frozen solid uh this happened about three days ago there's still some ice on them 
Um, is this a climate for snow, or is the rest of it like what season? No, is it? you can see some plants around the six orcs um, that are a mushy brown, which to you tells you that they were also flash frozen um, and are are now. Oh, so this is a, a creature. Oh, the fucking name of it. It's a white dragon, right? <laughs> yeah, you, you do know that. Yeah, um, I was gonna wait a second, but yeah. Um, yeah, you you assume that this is from the white dragon, which means that if you guys had stopped here first, maybe you would have ran into it. Shiloh, you're too close to the TV, and we're hearing everything that Jesse's yeah. listening to. Oh, dude, you go again. That is true. Um, I don't even know what that was. Um, we'll hear it later. I'll I'll have to edit that. Copyright straight. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you guys find these orcs. Um, they've got they're clad in hide armor and they've got uh, javelins and great axes stabbed and and dropped into the ground around them. Um, <laughs> Don John speaks up and says, "Looks like uh, the white dragon saved us from a little bit of trouble." Then, and, I'm assuming you guys are burying these orcs, even though you guys just killed eleven and just left them for what's his face to deal with in the Butterskull Ranch. I mean, I'm not compelled to do anything about them. Uh, fuck them, they're orcs. Uh, but also, uh, in more uh, uh, recent addition to this whole expedition, what's going on with this dragon? Do we know anything about it? Um, I'm just going to speak up from the ether and say that you know that a dragon has moved in recently to the Icefire Peaks, and that has pushed a lot of other creatures from that area into other places, which is why the orcs were at the Butterskull Ranch, which is why um, everybody at Fandolin is super sketched out about the dragon. Um, he's just roaming the area. Um, is the oh there's the ice fire peaks yeah. okay so it's we're real close to it's it's yeah they are okay. yeah yeah all i know about this dragon because i never bothered to read this module is its name and its name is fucking tight i don't remember it uh to be honest if you guys ran into it i would be shitting my pants because i'd be like, i haven't read that far uh <laughs> all i know about it is that its name is cairo vein Oh, nice. A cryovane. You're right. Yeah, cryovane. You're right. You're definitely right. That's it. Um, that's all. That's that's absolutely the bottom line of what I know about it. Yeah. Um, I so knew I'm that assuming, too, but I'd forgotten. Um, I'm assuming that um, Mud, or not Mud Boy, Rock Muncher is pulling these orcs into the holes that he's drug. And because he's interested in metal and wood and stuff, he's pulling their great axes and their javelins off, putting them into the The, the wagon? Yeah, the wagon, um, and just moving forward, um, you guys head for another, um, probably two hours, um, before making it a little bit further in and you see hidden bushes or hidden among bushes, a tunnel that burrows into the foot of a soaring snow capped mountain. above the mouth of the tunnel is a wooden plank with the words mountain toes carved into it in common. Don John mentions that he's like, I, I don't actually have a map for this place. I don't. Will you guys walk me in here? I again wear people. Um, just I want to be safe. Uh, sure. No, I I feel right. comfortable in a mind anyway. All right, that would be sweet. I just closed what? the book like I wouldn't need it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 
So how many days have passed so far since I started working on my project? Just those uh, three? You you only spent uh, the additional eight when everybody was resting to do it. Oh, you, um, again, like just as much I was saying, like you can dis you could disassemble one while you were on the way, but you couldn't like assemble one while in the cart. Right. Um, so you you were like writing schematics and stuff like that, but um, nothing too much tinkering wise and so that's why mm -hmm. i was saying that you only got the eight hours of like real yeah, work yeah. time so uh you're at a total of 10 out of the 30 <laughs> and when when you do come up with this like uh we're gonna have to before you actually get to use it we're gonna have to talk about how it works uh so because it sounds like it'll be something different so i'll i'll we'll figure it out Damn, you guys keep getting so lucky with this fucking dragon. He's like close, but not close enough. Don't jinx it. I'm hoping to. So you guys <laughs> walk around some bushes, which kind of hide the entrance to this this cave a little bit. Um, and as you guys make your way in, um, you you find yourself <sighs> in a room. There are supposed to be two were rats in here. Um, don't know where they're at. Screen? Huh? Are you sharing the screen or am I just? Oh, that's right. I'm I'm supposed to. Sorry, I forgot. Oh, okay. there she is. Woo! Now I Eat. see the ship. All right. So hey, this is just a little ball. Oh shit! <laughs> it's just a little ball. Yeah. Oh, it's supposed, it's supposed to, to be a, a were, -rat. were rat. Okay. I'm sure you got them. Your people also seem a little big. Uh, I scaled them to these squares that are on the map. Okay. Uh, anyway, those two little balls are some some were rats, and there you walk in and you see two female were rats. I'll I'll delete the were rats that I. We're gonna have to make more of those. It's gonna be a secret tool we'll use later. Where's the other one? Um, it was aquí, which means here in Spanish. Yes. Um, uh, you guys walk in and you guys see um two. Female were rats, they're in their hybrid form. So they are semi human, but have rat like features. They have a pointier face. Um, they've got furred arms and legs. Uh, you don't know if the fur goes any further than that. Further than that. <laughs> um, but they don't appear to have a tail or anything like that. They are very humanoid in their shape, um, but they have rat like features. And as. Um, you guys walk in there like are you are you here to see Zeeland uh Varnister she's she's uh, our our head up on everything if you guys are interested i'm assuming this guy back here and he points to Snarky Pippin or she points to Snarky Pippins i'm assuming this this gentleman back here is the one we're supposed to be talking with are they confusing me for the uh, Don, Don John, John. Ruskin? Yeah, Don John? for sure. For sure. Should I roll with it? I'm going to fake him. Yeah, I'm going to fake being him, I guess. <laughs> why, yeah. why would we do that? Why would you fake being the diplomat? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, Don John does not <laughs> correct them. And just kind of when you look over at him to be like, are they thinking I'm you? He's just like kind of shrugs his shoulder and just kind of gives you like a go with it kind of head nod. Um 
again, you can tell that he's maybe a little bit more afraid now that he's seeing that there's literal were rats taking up the front of this place. Um, and so he rats. accepts. Were rats. <laughs> uh, he accepts you taking the, the spot, at least for now. Um, and uh, they're like, all right, well, sorry, one second. Well, uh, why don't why don't why don't you guys come with us? Um, and they start leading you down the hallway. There are five were rats, the same as the ones that just walked you in. And then in this back corner, um, right here, there are four rats, like giant rats. Okay. And what is Zeline Varnaster? She is also a were rat. She's just a head were rat. Special named one, so we'll... Yeah. All right. So you guys walk in, and there are... um, Four more were rats in this room. One of them is dressed a bit more elegantly. Um, as you guys were making your way in, you walked past a bunch of wooden posts just holding up the tunnel. You see a bunch of mining tools. You see Zeline Varnister, the leader of the Whiskered Gang. Um, she she walks over to um, you guys as you walk in, and the one that talked to snarky pippins and assumed was just like hey uh zarlene we've we've got some uh company here i think this is the guy you're supposed to talk to and points to snarky pippins um and she's like ah good to see you and she walks up and shakes her hand she's like i'm zeline varnister and uh I think you're here to delegate between us and the the dwarves we've got trapped in the back. Yeah, that's right. I'm uh, I'm Don John. Everybody calls <laughs> me Don John, uh, and I'm basically the best uh, delegator of mind situations there is on Earth or in Earth. We're not on Earth. We're on Toral. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the skills this is already going though. great. This is going. <laughs> skills transferred. No, yeah, well, no, they're transferable. You, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. This is like a college, you know. Um, yeah, the credits are there. Yeah, the credits are the same. Uh, <laughs> anyway, well, uh, shall um, we head in and talk to you know the other party? I think we're um, just. I think you sorry. can just uh, talk to me at this moment. They're pretty well handled. Um, they're not coming out until they think they're safe, and at this point, they're not. Um, what can you do to, uh, get us out of here, huh? Um, this is a sticky situation. I just want those guys to leave so I can have my house back. Okay. Uh, are they safe now? Do they have food, water, rations, medical care? Oh, I don't, I don't think so. I doubt they were carrying those with them. Uh, okay. So it's pretty dire. I, yeah, probably, probably. All right. Do you know what their demands are? Why they're here? Uh, yeah, they, they seem to want, uh, the gold in Gold Mountain's Toe Mine, you know, um, but... Yeah, right there in the name. Yeah, it's, it's kind of spot on. Uh, have you been to Butterschool Ranch? They're kind of the same. Uh, just came from Butterschool Ranch, and so you guys know that. Uh, Got some Butterschools. Yeah, they have Butterschools. Yeah, check, check, it makes sense, um... People aren't very inventive about names. You guys also <laughs> ran into the Ash Brothers, uh, so don't don't be coming at me. I only created a third of those. <laughs> um, 
but you guys are talking delegations and why don't you give me either i think diplomacy is a thing still right no it's uh persuasion <laughs> yeah give me a persuasion what is diplomacy is pathfinder yeah i was like i never yeah either way um yeah give me a performance check an intimidation check persuasion um, persuasion check performance uh, it's like a is performance not um, it's a charisma check but that's like juggling and singing and shit oh okay Damn. well he's uh, kind of acting he's kind of acting other than it's deception yo that's true too yeah what give me one of those i just listed five of them hopefully no <laughs> um yeah either give me give me a deception because you're lying uh, to them trying to tell them that you're don john and that can you i have use the help action by being like you know uh i i my qualms are not the shared with my kin if necessary i can also talk to them and try to de-escalate whatever situation our stubborn asses have uh inflicted upon you and right, try to give them the help good. action yeah give him give them the help action Why so don't now you, you have guys... advantage yeah so roll two give me the higher one plus deception so do i need to roll yes i'm sorry yes. Right, well, i rolled a 20 but my uh my deception and my persuasion is a negative two Okay, well, so still a natural 20. So yeah. you, you're talking with them, and uh, one, they completely believe that you're Don John Rustin. They haven't questioned that at all. They just assumed you're telling the truth. Um, they are talking about the fact that they want to have the cave to themselves. <laughs> Hello, cat. Uh, they want to have the caves for themselves, and that their them being in the mine is disruptive to their lifestyle. Um and they want them out. Um, now, you haven't gotten a chance to talk to the other side, but Don John knows that this is supposed to be a, like real Don John, uh, knows that this is supposed to be a lucrative mining business that is probably going to go on for a while, leading further and further into the mountain. Uh, so they're hoping to have the place to keep working. So uh, you know that... What the door or what the werewolves have told you so far is that they are further into the cave and have blocked themselves off with some rubble. Um, that they're not trying to get in there, they're just leaving them there for right now. Um, and that you guys showed up at the perfect time because things were about to get more dire for the people inside. Um, um, so if you guys can, they, they, they mentioned that they'll go back to their old home. If you guys can get rid of some orcs at a shrine, um, this, this isn't something that you guys are really aware of. Um, that Shrava's shrine? Shrava's. Oh, you got, yeah, no, I think that is it actually. Um, okay. yeah, there's a yeah, shrine see. of Shavras. Ah. Yeah, that's it. Um, and, that up. and basically they said that they'll go back to their their old lair if you guys take care of the the orcs there um, this one's like a fair trade it does except for that doesn't leave much room for the dwarfs stuck in the back um, we'll do this under the condition that we get to speak with the dwarves in the back so we can make sure that they're not dying eh all, all right, I think I can allow that. As long as Don John here promises that you guys will get those orcs out of our area, we'll leave willingly. Um, and we never really meant any harm for the dwarves. We just needed sure, a like, place to stay. Yeah, no, this uh, is your home, of course, of course. It's our new home. Uh, we would love our old home. Uh, so, yes, we'll yeah, if that. you can Absolutely. do that, that would be fantastic. Um, 
we will let you go to the back and they just kind of point you behind them do you guys take the left or the right way um which which way are they pointing us in like which way that way or that way um uh it's they just kind of tell you they both they both will get you there so it's there it's 50 50 what are the lighting conditions like how far can we see i have a lantern um oil lanterns hang from the ceiling hooks in every room and tunnel cool yeah, so, so there is at least at least some light in here. Well, you assume that the the wear rats don't need nearly as much light as y'all do, but um, there is some light. But I take it we're going to the right. Delete. It looks like it. Roll, roll, roll. So as you guys make your way forward, job for him. Um, you guys are seeing just a bunch of equipment, shovels, wheelbarrows, picks, all just hanging around. Um, you guys see this little zone right here, and it says M9. Uh, it's it's a, just a dead end. You guys walk down there thinking maybe that's the way you're supposed to go, and it just kind of leads to a crumbled tunnel. Uh, you can see some some wood pipes sticking out. Um, as you guys make your way forward into um, this, I'm assuming, this zone, because uh, it is the straight forward one. Um, yeah, you guys walk forward. You guys come across a room uh, in front of you that just as you open the door, you're not too worried about any traps or anything. You guys just open wildly the door and you guys come across a room with six cots laid across the ground. Um, and then there is another left and right situation. Which way would you guys like to go? Let's go up. Go up. There's another path here where you guys can just go left or right. Um, you guys <laughs> just follow yeah exactly. rats are bastards yeah <laughs> they, show us the fucking like, way. <laughs> they're not kind jacob uh, all right um this one is the overseer's office you guys walk in there and you guys tell that this room has obviously been ransacked the people have gone through this room Damn, knocked over chairs to and it. stuff like that um and there's an empty oh, wooden shit. chest another cot a desk and a chair um, but it has all been rummaged, and you can tell that again. The were rats probably took everything worth of value already out of here. I poked that chair. You poked the chair. Make a perception check. All right, five plus three, eight. Um, it bites you. No, um, it's, it's just a chair. <laughs> huh? You you poke it with a stick, and it wobbles in place, and then falls over to the side. It was weirdly the one piece of furniture that hadn't been knocked to its side, so it actually makes the motif in here kind of fit. <laughs> um, well, um, I got a feeling it's down here, because if it was up here, they would have clearly said up their M4, but they said it'll get to it regardless, which the only path that's coincidental that both of these go is down here. So <laughs> it, <laughs> it, could, it could be this way. Yeah, yeah I think it's outside. Up. That goes outside, and they that said it's looks in the like clip. an exit. That does, yeah, but you guys wouldn't know that. Oh, you're right. <laughs> well, we'll check the we'll check the exit. <laughs> okay, all right. Why it's a purple worm? Uh, no, I just it it it's it looks kind of like what I saw in the book. Uh, it's a it's a little it's, it's a if you would like to do a perception check you can see what it is uh i like using it's my imagination purple worm. 
What is it supposed? Okay. Uh, here, I'll, it, I'll roll it's a It's a carrion check. crawler. It's a. Oh, okay. uh, I got a number. I got a natural one on that perception check. Nice. Okay. So you have no. You just ah, see this thing, and me. you you can tell it's there, and you know it's a monster, but you're so confused as to what it could actually be. Um, I'm more interested it, in the rocks. Yes, you're surrounded by them, and you're so distracted. <laughs> so it's it's supposed to be yellow, and it's still like a worm larva guy. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I just yeah. yeah. Hell is yeah. it like the size of the tunnel? Like, what is the um? Is any dimension it size? Yes. No, no, it's hmm. a large monstrosity. So it it's it's filling up most of the cave. Um, damn. Yeah. Um. But I would like you guys <sighs> to um please roll initiative because sure you guys made it probably to about here in your in your travels, making your way up. Um. Before you saw. Because it's a bit of an incline uh, before you guys saw this thing. And it's kind of barreling down towards you guys. So uh, I'm going to put you guys into a marching order. Can I get you guys to, one, tell me your initiative. And two, tell me who would be up front versus who would be in back. I would be up front, Rock Muncher. My initiative was seven, and I would be... um, They're not correlated, so... In back. Mud boy in the back. Don John Ruskin, I'm assuming, somewhere in the middle. Um, we got Snark. So at this point, it's Rock Muncher, Cad Warden, Snarky, Don John, <laughs> then Mud Boy. Sounds good to me. Okay. And I'm going to just say that this guy has come down here, and you guys have all fallen, like, not fallen, but, like, stumbled back a little bit as this large worm-like beast comes crawling down and it's swerving on the top and on the sides and on the bottom of this tunnel as it's just barreling down towards you guys. Um, what did we get for initiatives? Uh, I rolled an 11 plus 5, I think, for my dexterity score. Plus 5, so 16. 16, 16 rock. I uh, rolled a 17 plus a 3 dexterity. 17, oh, no, plus 3? Yeah. Nice, a 20. Okay. Also, the stream ended. Um, I think we lost Jacob, actually. Jacob messaged me and said, my teeth are agonizing me again. I'm going to AFK for a few minutes just to work through this. I'm going to send Shiloh my sheet. Um, Okay. Well, I can answer questions about his character. (laughs) Um, So he's going to send the sheet. So uh, I can, Shiloh, can you actually stream what's going on? Um. Just join in and yeah, um, I can add. I, I, I can why not. You. Give me an invite. I'll be. I just sent it. Pretty boom, quick. Boom, boom. <sighs> it's really not that important. I mean, you guys are all staying in one spot right now. Um, but why don't you give me a initiative score? Yeah, give me give me a, an initiative roll, my good sir. From who? You. Another one. Did you give me one? Yeah, I got seven. Oh, okay. Uh, and then if you wouldn't mind giving me one from Jacob's character, if you can, if not, I'll just roll and give him a plus three. I'll just, I'm just going to do that. It's uh five plus three. If that's what you're deciding to do. Oh, you, you rolled for him. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. That's fine. I, I got a four plus three. So that, that's fine. so, uh, eight, four, cat, caddy. Okay. Cool. So, and then I got a roll for the beast. That's its official name, the beast. The beast. Understood. It's like the bears. It's just like the bears. 
15, mm -hmm. so he goes after. All right, so first off the bat is Snarky Pippin. So what you yep. see in front of you is you've got your, uh, I believe you're in the middle, mm -hmm. so you see Cad Warden, Rock Muncher mm -hmm. in front of you perspectively, and then in front of both of them you see a giant, almost like a larva-looking creature, but with just these giant maws and big eyes coming, crashing down at, at you all. Uh, what do you do? Uh, oh boy. Let me attack. I have magic stone. May I use that? And... Yeah. I, you're going to have to help me figure out what you do, what that does, but yes, you can. Magic stone allows you to use your wisdom modifier instead of strength or dex when you're throwing a rock at somebody. And it also makes it magical instead of just regular physical. Okay. But otherwise, it's all the same. It's physical uh, bludgeoning damage and it's um, 60 feet of range. 120 foot long range. If you guys want to look at um, the story so far, chat, that is what a carrion crawler oh. looks like. Uh, hope, hope we hit him right in his eyeball. Yeah. Uh, all right. So go ahead and roll for the attack, my good sir. And that's a, a D6, right? Uh, your attack D6. is going to be a um, D20 plus your whatever spell, and then you'll get to roll the D6 for damage. What's your wisdom modifier? Wisdom is a plus one. What's your dexterity modifier? Uh, plus three. So you'll be throwing the magic stone, but don't use wisdom. Use dexterity instead. Okay. So I rolled a 14 and I got a plus three dexterity, so 17. Nice. Okay. So that is going to hit this thing. So you shove some magic into a stone. You pick up off the ground. Um, you rub it through your hands before pulling it back and hucking it forward. And there's a trail of magic that leaves behind it. And it smashes this thing right in between its two large feelers in front of its uh, eyebrows. And it's stunned for a second and pulls back before continuing to barrel forward. Is there anything else you can do on your turn? No, uh, I think that may be all. Um, I think the only other thing that I think you can do, just maybe, is a... Uh, can't you sh shape shift on a bonus turn or no? He's already uh, used uh, be under feature traits, right? Uh, oh, wild shape. Yeah, as an action, you can magically assume oh, shape. It's, it's an action. Okay. Yeah, so you can use your attack quite, action. That's fine. Uh, so go ahead and roll the damage for this hit. Good sir. That's a d20? Uh, no, that was you got the hit. That was the d20. And then uh, let me go back to the spell list. Be a 1d6. Um, 1d6. Yeah, but can't he do that for each of the stones? No. Like he made three. He made three. Now he can wait three turns before he does it again. If he had an extra attack, then he could throw two of the three. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, 1d6 plus your attack modifier. All right, so uh, I rolled a four plus one, so five damage. All right, Seven cool. Damage. Five damage. You got a plus three for your dexterity. Uh, for some reason, my sheet shows a plus one, but I yeah. do see like a, a hit slash DC is a plus technically, three. Technically speaking, magic stone deals with wisdom only, but his dexterity is better, so he might oh. he would be using a sling if I had known that. So uh -huh. we can make it a sling now, or we can say yeah. It's so yeah, so I'll just say you did seven time. damage instead of five. I'm totes totes cool with that. It's mechanically and um, what's the term I'm thinking for? Uh, balance wise, it's fine. Yeah, no, that's, that's cool. Sweet. Good. Um, so you can back up. You can charge forward. 
um, or or anything else. But I think that's just about what you got. Is anything else yeah. good, sir? We'll stay put. I'm good. Okay, cool. Um, next is um, Rock Muncher. Are you still with us? Good, good, I sir. Am. All right. So again, you just saw um, Snarky Pippins throw a, a rock at this thing, and it's kind of stunned for a second, but it's still barreling forward. What do you do? Okay. Um, I see this thing, and again, I'm still kind of distracted by those rocks, but uh, I kind of jump back and notice it and go, oh, wow. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take out um, one of my traps and try to feed it to it. Okay. Um, are you going to try and step forward and be the front in the line yeah. or no, you actually are yeah. in the front of the line. So yeah. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and actually try to wrangle it. Uh, you know, jump on the back of its head. Um, those are two different actions. Kind of... <laughs> oh, okay. If you, if you want to jump onto the thing point. and try and wrangle it, that's chill. If you want to jump on it and try and shove your arm in with a trap, that's cool. If you want to let this thing charge at you with a trap in your hand as you lean forward for it, that's cool. But those are like three different, okay, three different things. Understood. Um, I think he could jump onto the beast with just his movement, but jump oh, yeah, on and no, grab. That's no. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Movement, you can definitely get on this thing or run away. Um, but your okay. your action would either be wrangling, throwing it in there, or third option would be just kind of staying there and hoping that it, it eats at your arm with the bomb first. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go ahead and jump on it and then okay. just try to throw a, the trap down its maw. Okay, uh, and these are kind of small, and you've got a couple of them. Do you just grab one? I've got four of them, and I'm just going to grab one. Okay, cool. Um, we're going to have you roll a strength check, um, and an athletics check. The athletics check is to get up onto the beast efficiently. Uh, the strength check is to make sure that you can either open its maw or get your hand in there, I guess, enough. Okay, so I guess the second would be either strength or agility. You're going to roll, I'm going to throw this out there, roll an athletics to get on top of it. All right, so that's a 13, and my th athletics is, like, insane, like, 16 or, uh, Plus six or something. So okay. I'm definitely on it, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was it wasn't gonna be hard. It was gonna be a twelve. So um you right. you definitely got on top of the thing. So now you have the choice to either give me a strength to like pry open the mouth and get your hand in there, or an agility or an ac agility. Sleight of hand one? maybe. Sleight of hand, agility. I don't even think one of those. is goddamn acrobatics. Um, acrobatics. Thank you. Um, okay. To just quickly, like in the moment, shove your hand in there, drop it and pull. Oh, geez. Uh, that's going to be a four plus six for my acrobatics. Okay. So you are able to reach your hand into the thing and you're able to press the button and drop it into its mouth. And as you go to pull your hand out, it bites down. Um, go ahead and take, no, that's the wrong dice. These new dice that I got that are looking like a gemstones, they're really hard to read. Uh, go ahead and take eight damage for it biting your arm. Um, that is just like a reactionary thing. It just, you put your hand in its mouth. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, go ahead and I'm not going to make you roll the D4 for cardinal directions. I'm just going to say they all four hit which could give you up to a 24 damage. It is a 46 right now. All right. 46. 15 total. 15 total. All right. 15. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you do 
you shove this thing down into its gullet. You pull your hand out just as it bites down onto you. And the reason it does is because your trap goes off inside of its gullet. And you feel like a small concussion uh, protruding out from one of the spots where your body's kind of pressed against it. Um, and you worry, like, maybe if that had been more than one, um, it would have pierced through the beast and stabbed you with it. Um, but you do some damage and you're still on top of this thing. You could, I, I would say half of your movement was getting on there. You could use half of your movement to get off and be back in front of the line, or you can stay there. Uh, I'm pretty content with where I'm at. I'm going to actually go ahead and try to use a key point to punch it in retaliation for biting my hand. Um, I Can I do that? I, I'm trying to think, like, because, like, that was a solid action, and, like, it was a different action than an attack action, which I think mm-hmm. you have to do, like, even though it was an attack, it wasn't like you did a punch. You know what I mean? Right. It's not you doing a bunch of punches in a row. This is So do you, you think that would count thing. as the attack action, an extra... Um, the extra action or both is what you're trying to get at. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I think I, I just, I, I'm going to say claritively, I'm just going to say no dice on the secondary hit. Um, just because my only thought is just that it would take you a while to pull out your thing, put it into there, get bit and pull back. You know, um, you mm. might not be able to get another punch in there before time revolves, you know? Yeah. Um, Sounds so, good to me. Yeah. We'll just, Say no go on that for right now, but um, that is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn? Oh wow, my acrobatics is actually plus seven. No, that's that's fine there. <laughs> okay, um, then it is the carrion crawler's turn, and uh, it goes ahead and it turns around and it makes two attacks. Um, one with the tentacles below its jaw as it wraps around Rock Muncher and pulls it closer to its actual maw. And let me see what I got here. Damn, that was so close. Uh, two plus eight is ten. I don't think that hits you, right? Uh, I, I don't actually know what my... It um, doesn't. Yours, I don't uh, think so. 17? Uh, armor class, is that what we're looking at? So I got a 24 to do a bite, and that was a natural 20. Um, so Oof. it's going to do a double damage on you, good sir. Um, oh, no. So two is nine piercing damage it does to you, good sir. So okay. you hop onto it. It chomps at your hand. It it tries to get you again by pulling you into its its mouth with its tentacles, and you're able to dodge some of the tentacles. But as you put your hand to like fight against it, it turns around just slightly and just clamps on the side of your arm and deals. Uh, what did I say? Uh, eight damage. Uh, yeah, you uh, nine damage, and I already take, yeah, took eight nine, damage. Nine damage. That's it. Um, and that is its turn. It is actually going to run since Rock Muncher is on its back. It's going to charge towards Cad Warden um, with Rock Muncher on its back, and um, <laughs> you guys can't see the stream, or you you can. I can see it. Mud Boy is doing it. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, Cat. Brock Muncher is on uh, the crawler's back and it is heading towards Cad Warden, whose turn it is now, and he is not back yet. So, Shiloh, would you care to take over for a second? For Cad Warden? Mm hmm. He said he Let sent you his character see. sheet. 
He certainly did. That's Tell me amazing. what Caddy does. He's not going to do Eldridge Blast, which is what I what? would defaulted to Eldridge Blast. Yeah, he no, why not? Because he's within melee range. Because he's within melee range. Okay. Now, um, he's going to swing him uh, at him with a war pick. All right, that makes sense. Huh? So Cad yeah. Warden pulls out his pickaxe from his behind, or from his behind, from his back, and uh, slams it down into this thing, doing what? What we got, damage-wise, hit-wise? We have a roll to hit. 15, does that hit? Yes, it does. All right. So then He's very squishy. 1d8, 1d8 plus 1. That's 7 damage. Okie dokie. Yes. Is that all Caddy's going to do? No. He's also going to shove the beast back five feet because he did bludgeoning damage. Okay. Then I will shove him back five feet. Obviously, Rock Muncher goes with him. Then, yes, that that will be all. Yes. Okay. Um, well, hold is... on. He can move his movement speed. Let's yeah, see. he can either run away or run towards. He would be moving through the line back into the back yeah. of the line. Back of the line, Getting... okay. Yeah. That would take all of his movement because there is a bit of a squeeze tunnel situation. Uh, yes. But he's able to squeeze his way back there and he's out of harm's way. Um, it is now your turn, Mudboy. You are in the rear end, so you'd have to spend some movement Pretty much all your movement to get to the carrion crawler, unless you have something that is going to hit it, and it is just just at the corner, so you can still see it. So I've I'm within reach. I can get there. So you can you me. can run. You can run right. through the people, and you'll be able to get up to him with your movement speed. You'd only be able to get back to the front of the line if you're running away. You wouldn't be able to get back to where you were at. Right, right. That makes sense. Now I want to close in on him. I want to get within melee and and swing that long sword with the planar strike. Nice. All right. right. So I need so... my bonus action and my action and all of my movement speed, so I'll be just standing there, and this will be the last thing that I can do. But here we go. All right. So Mudboy pulls out a sword, and as he does, there's some ethereal line on the edge of his blade, and it just starts pouring out mud as he swings his blade onto the carrion crawler. What do you do, brother? So my two hit is that's not the right character. There we go. Eighteen to hit. How's that do? That hits. Wonderful. Now I've got to do two d eight damage. There's the other two d eight. That's eleven force damage. All right. Damn. There we go. Yeah. So you you bring your blade down, and this ethereal line of mud just comes off of your blade, and you slash down. And as you do, mud just starts pouring out of this carrying crawler as if it was its own blood, and it just starts bleeding out on the floor, and it kind of writhes in pain as it does so, um, pulling back a little bit further into the hole. Um, Rock Muncher is still able to hold on to this thing. Um, is that the end of your turn? Sure is. Okie dokie. Top of the round. Snarky. Yo. What you got for me, brother? You're about 15 feet away from him. You can get up to him um, and do some attacks, or you can throw another one of your magic stones. I'm going to stone him again. All right. Let me roll. Who's out of you? Oh, man. Two plus a one, so three damage. You rolled a d20? Oh, in order to hit. My bad. Should have done that first. No, it's okay. I was just like, you should hit. I got a 22. 
22 to hit. Hell yeah. So you definitely hit. Um, I feel like you could throw more than one stone at a time. Like, you've got the stones in your hand. I feel like you could throw Dallas another one. Yeah. Dallas. If you want it to be, like, on par with other shit, you should give him a second throw, but not until next level. You really think so? I mean, like... He's again, not fifth he's level got... yet. Fifth level is when you get extra attack. It's when your cantrips double. It's everything's a fifth. So that's when he would start to get to second throw. All right. So if you do fire adding on to it no nothing okay if you do magic stone um 1d6 plus mod is a huge amount more than okay. 1d10 okay it's way more okay it's well, like i just unless your mod like is you crap throw but more than is one three. stone mm-hmm. well see here well um hmm. i don't know about you but if i've got two stones if in my hand i'm gonna rule... throw both of them if you rule that they're equivalent to light hammers, then he can do two up and fighting with them, and then he can he can throw the second one, but it would only deal the one d six and no modifier. Yeah, it would just be an additional d six. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, like almost a crit, but not. I guess light. if you wanted to let him treat them as light hammers, but that's uh, your. Decision. I guess if it's a they're sling, not quite. It's, it's hard. Uh, if he's I, using it as a sling, then it's a different thing. But if he's using it as a throwing item, then it might be equivalent to a light hammer. Yeah, um, I'm. I I I'm gonna let you throw too. Um, maybe we'll talk future levels. But I think again, like you have three in your hand, you made a magic stone. I w- I personally would throw all th- all of them. Um, I should have potentially let you do that last turn, but let's just say hmm. you get both of them. So you had what four damage the first attack. Roll a number another d six. Boom. Rolled a three. Okay, so ten damage total. Uh, so as you as you do that, um, you're you pick up both of the other two stones in your hand and you throw them, and one hits it right in between the eyes, and it's it pulls back a little bit as you throw the second one, and it hits underneath its chin, and it pulls back, and it actually drops Rock Muncher um, on his ass. I'm not gonna flip oh. it. But he, he's on his ass behind the carrier crawler. Um, but you're able to do that extra damage. Um, it is Rock Muncher's turn, unless you have something else to do. No, I'm going to hang tight. Cool. Well, then, Rock Muncher, it is your turn, and this carrying crawler is looking looking pretty beat up, uh, but you're no longer atop of it. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and cast wood into a bear, bear hug and try to, try to give it, like, the squeeze of death. So you're going to jump back up on top of it? Yep. Interpret that as three unarmed strikes. Okay. Um, I am totally down for this. Go ahead. Um, give it the choke hold of its life. Uh, give me because th- again, I'm assuming you're using a key point, so you're going to be able well, to. He, he, no key point unless you want to do four hits. Do you just is three enough? I think three is enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just thought three required the keep. Even though I played a monk, I'm not good at one. Um, um, yeah, no, I, I do have to go P. So I'm going to tell you that the DC is 13, and I'm going to walk away and let you roll 3d20, and when I come back, tell me how many you have hit. Okay, I am back. How many times did you hit? Uh, I think I hit twice because it's my dexterity modifier plus whatever I rolled, right? Yeah. Perfect. I oh, wait, twice. no. Uh, 
Well, no, yeah, it's for your attacks, right? Your your attacks, yeah. our decks. Yeah. So go ahead and what you so you hit two times. What was your damage for those suckers? Um, am I rolling a D sixes? Um, I think so. Um, because there's not necessarily like a chokehold mechanic in game. So I'm just gonna say whatever your damage is is what you do by chokeholding the sucker. And I will also say he is restrained, so your uh compatriots have advantage on their hits. Uh, that's gonna be a nine total. Six and three. But don't you get a plus to your three, or is that with your? If you just rolled three and three, shouldn't you add like your your attack plus? Uh, I guess so. For my attack rolls, I'm adding the dexterity modifier to hit, right? Um, yeah. But then for the actual damage, is that also calculated off of my dexterity? Because it's, oh, that's ridiculous. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Shiloh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he adds mm-hmm. dex to his hits, right? To what? Or not, not to his hits, to his damage. For what? Just for his regular attacks, he just adds... You're talking about attacks. Rock Muncher? Yeah. Yes, yeah, just dex. Yeah, so your three and three would be plus your dex and your dex, so... Alright, um, so it looks like it would, for unarmed strikes, it's actually 1d4 plus my modifier. Um, but I guess that works out. <laughs> Yeah, so um, you got three and three plus your decks, so which is what three again. So you got a total of twelve damage. Yeah. Okay. Um, it is the end of your turn, and it is now its turn. It is going to put head first into Mud Boy, and it is going to try and hit you. Uh oh, I wasn't prepared um, for that. I don't think this hits. Uh, 13. Nope. Damn it. This one, this, I, I gotta control this dice. Uh, 19 plus 4, 23 to hit. Oh, that'll hit me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, D4. Oh, that hurts. Uh, 9 damage um, to the mud boys. What kind of damage? Um, it is piercing damage. Okay. Yeah, so it it reaches down, it tries to pull you in closer with its tentacles, and it rasps at you, and they kind of grate against your skin, and it's able to just barely pull you in enough that it's able to bite at your knee, um, causing some damage, but you're able to avoid the grasp of the tentacles as you lean further back as it bites your knee. Um, That is its turn. It would now be Cad Warden's turn. Um, we can just skip him if you want. He is on the back end, the end of the the journey, um, so he would have to use all of his movements just to move up to where Mudboy was at. He's got a ranged attack, so why don't we just do that Ooh. real quick? There we go. Yeah, I rolled his d twenty. Um, I don't think that a uh, a nine is going to hit, is it? No, it will sadly not. What about an eleven? No, no I will not. All right, then he's done with his turn. Yeah. Okay. So Cad Warden sitting in the back pulls out his pickaxe, slams it against the wall, and tries to make a ripple long enough to reach the carrion crawler, and it doesn't work. And he pulls out another swing and does it again, and it just also just does not make it the distance that it needs to. There's some rubble strewn across the ground as his uh, his eldritch blast just fades out. Um, but it is now Mudboy's turn. Mud boy takes another swing with that planar strike. That'll be a, I do believe, a 15 to hit. That will hit. 
2d8 plus 3 is 13 damage. All right, that is enough damage to take this guy out. Would you like Oof. to explain how your, your sword swipe kills it, or would you like me to take control? I always go for the neck, but you go ahead. All right, so Mud Boy, after being bitten on the knee, pulls back, avoids the tentacles, swings his sword in a downward arc, slices several of the tentacles before making full contact across one of the eyes and across the chin of this thing, and it just starts profusely bleeding out mud as it drops to the ground, writhing in pain, swimming around itself in a pool of mud. Uh, Rock Muncher is able to pull himself off as this thing just slumps to the ground. Um, that is the end of combat, boys. Good job. Ooh, that was rough. I got smacked. I'm, I'm feeling okay, though. Yeah, you guys... Well, the, first uh, time you've been damaged. Monk, traditional monk title of Worm Wrangler. Worm Wrangler! Rock Muncher, the Worm <laughs> Wrangler. Alright. Um, so... You guys make your way just over the body and and move just slightly around it and are able to make your way past it a little bit and you find out that the end of this leads to a door and when you open the door, it just leads to the open face of a cliff. And you guys figure you guys could slip out of here if you needed to, Uh, but for the most part, there's not much further into the way of this. Now, um, you guys can travel back, and Cad Warden had suggested that, again, I don't know if you can see this on your map, but over here uh, was the way to go. Uh, but you guys could head back towards the rats and maybe make your way here. But this is the way that makes the most sense to you. I think that mine knows these under that dwarf knows these underground areas better. We better follow his lead. So let's head towards M12. All right. Good. I got it hidden in the darkness. Oh, there I am again. So yeah, you guys are making your way down. And like I said, you guys pass the the sleeping quarters with six cots on the ground. And as you guys make your way around, you guys move forward and are able to make your way to M13, which you guys know because it is labeled M13 above the door. Uh, I'm original. Uh, Nobody's done these. Uh, but as you guys walk in here, you guys walk in there and there are five giant rats. Um, and as you guys oh walk in the door, um, roll initiative again. Guys, they're big. Um, guys, I am going to say this would be another perfect opportunity. I can backtrack just a little bit. Corey, if you would like to join, um, I can pull you in. Uh, actually, that should work. Hello, Yay. good sir. All right, oh, hello. guys. Uh, I'm going it's to introduce nice to this. See you're not an NPC, and my work isn't made by the alien simulator overlords. Yes. Um, this is. Corey. You needed extra confirmation. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we've got Corey with him, uh, with us. Uh, Corey, why don't you give us your pronouns? And even though we haven't been introduced to your character yet, just go ahead and give us your character's pronouns real quick. Uh, his name is Giyu. Giyu. And it is a he. Um, and you are also male identifying. So, um, as you guys are making your way past M12, where the six cots were, you guys take another peek in there and you guys see a kind of glowing small rectangle on the floor. And as you guys walk up to it, um, can I get a perception check from either Snarky Pippins 
Rock Muncher or Mud Boy? Rolling. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I don't, I don't want it. Uh, the roll is 16 and plus three perception, 19. Nice. So you look at the card, and as you're you're picking it up, you you see words across it, and there's a small square image of a man slamming against what would be the glass frame of this card. And it seems to be slightly moving, and it says, Giyu, as you read that word aloud, uh, the card begins to glow brightly, and it flickers on and off, on and off, and you let go of the the card and as soon as you do an ethereal shape appears and a person appears in front of you Giyu, uh cory would you like to explain your character to the group uh he looks like a short boy but uh, no clue what his age is he's quite amnesic uh wearing like schoolboy clothes which is like odd choice did you say he's amnesic he doesn't know where he's at. As he comes from the card, he's yelling something about, God. and I set my trap card. And then he looks around the room and seems quite befuddled by the people in front of him. Um, so he seems a bit confused about where he's at or why he's here. Hi, As guy. Who are you? Uh, uh, my name is Giyu. Hello, I'm Giyu. my boy. This is Rock uh, Munch. Last I know, I was with my grandfather, but I don't know what's going on now. Where? Why, uh... Felt like I was asleep for a really long time. It's dangerous That's, to go alone. You weren't Take asleep. You. you just weren't uh, uh, around. You popped in. I you do that. Where? <laughs> I hand uh, you a rock. This is rock muncher. Uh, I take I, rock? He, he takes rock. Uh, can I actually get you guys to give a bit of a description as to what Giyu sees uh, before him? Hmm. Uh, why don't we we start with uh, Mud Boy? Just because you're at the. Well, oh, I'm Mud the... Boy. I'm a rather tall, humanoid-looking oh, fella. Work. Mud Boy. I'm. Uh, you can't see what I'm wearing because it's covered in mud. But it's chain shirt. I'll just let you know. I've got armor on. That's why the shit don't hit. Uh, I've got a longbow. It's magical. I got a long sword. I'm, I'm totally made out of mud. Hell yeah. That's All it. right. Uh, what about Snarky Pippins? What does he see when he lays his eyes upon you? Uh, tall ass druid, snake eyes. Ooh. Um, Wait, he is an elf. Race? Elfish, yeah. yeah, pretty elfish looks. That's a that's obvious. pointed ears, kind of a angular mm -hmm. face, uh, tall stature. Yeah, that's about, that's about right. And what about you, Rock Muncher? What does he see when he lays upon the vidges that is uh, Rock Muncher? You're accosted by a very large, bipedal, digitigrade. Digitigrade? I didn't realize like that. Toad That's person cool. covered in, in gigantic slabs of, of stone, seemingly instead of skin in different places. Seems friendly enough. Handed you a stone. Yeah. As he hands you a stone, he, he pulls one from the handful that he has and just munches on it himself. And you you see pretty easily that he meant to give you a piece of food as a peace offering. But they they tell you where you're at, that you're in the middle of Mountain Toe's gold mine, and that they're in the middle of a mission trying to make peace delegations uh, with were rats and some dwarves. They tell you they've been told that if they clear out orcs at yeah. some other place, that they will glad the were rats uh. will gladly leave the mine. Uh, but 
you guys are on your that they're on their way right now to go there talk to the dwarves and make sure everything's okay. They were making their way down the halls uh, with you when they came across uh, five giant were rats. And this is where I was going to ask everybody to roll initiative. Oh, the rats are still there. That's right. Yeah, I kind of pulled back a little bit. Um, so the rats are like on a dead body and they haven't quite noticed us. Yeah, no, as soon as you guys walk in, they, they peel away from the dead body that they were gnawing on, uh, which you can tell blatantly is a miner's corpse. Um, they immediately steer their gaze away from their meal and head yeah. straight towards you guys. Um, what is your initiative, fellows? Rolled an eight. I love how you changed your fucking uh, screen <laughs> picture to fucking Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> I fucking love that. <laughs> 19 total for Rock Launcher. Uh, all right, 19. Very cool. Yu-Gi-Oh's so styling. Okay. What what else we got initiative, guys? Um, Giyu, I don't know if you're aware. Okay, he's having technical. That's fine. I don't know if you can hear me, but that's fine. Jacob rolled a 10. I rolled a 3 with a plus 3 initiative. So 6. Snarky. Six, eight, ten. You rolled an eight, uh, mud, mud boy. boy. Cad Warden rolled a uh, rolled a ten. Yes. Okay. And then we'll wait for Giyu if he's able to join. But if not, that's fine too. Um, I'm see if Jacob is feeling better. Back up again. That's fine. I'm gonna roll for the rats anyway. Sounds like we lost Giyu for a second, but I'm gonna have him roll initiative anyway. And if I have to, I'll visually describe what he's doing myself. I'm interested to see how this goes. Can he hear us yet? Yeah, he says he can hear, but his mic won't work. That's fine, brother. We'll we'll make do. Uh, just give me your initiative, and we'll go from there. So right off the bat, we got Rock Muncher. Um, he is one of the first ones into the room and realizes pretty quick that these rats are aggressive. What do you do? Do I have to use my bonus action second, or can I use it first? Uh, I don't know if it matters. It depends um, on what it is. Um, as I'm entering the room, I'm going to notice these rats eating this corpse, and I'm just going to use my bonus action to toss one of those um, traps. I should have three left. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm just going to toss the middle of them. Okay. So roll. Uh, I figured it out, obviously, like I said. Um, go ahead and roll a d4 to figure out which direction it hits. They're pretty well in a circle, so you should be able to hit a good couple of them if it works well. All right, so I accidentally rolled a 2d4 but the second one doesn't matter it's a three <laughs> okay cool so yeah you're able to hit uh i don't know how to explain it but tab here there you go these these three right here you're able to hit the three in the back so go ahead and roll me three um hits so roll a d20 and give me your um your plus two attack or whatever so um so the first one is a natural 20 okay second one's Eight plus dexterity, you said? Yeah. Okay, so that's going to be 13. Okay. And another natural 20. What? Damn. Okay, so we'll just say this big boy here, and I'm going to increase this guy so we just know that he's also the one who got hit more. Um, so go ahead and give me a d6 plus your attack, which I think is like a four or something like that, three or four. Um, so go ahead and give me... 2d6 for the first rat plus your d4 or plus your four or whatever. Um, and then do that again for the second rat and then just 1d6 for the third. Rat. All right. So that's seven for the first two rolls, which totals to 17, right? 
Uh, they're di different. So if you crit to get two d six, then you're only adding the five once. Yeah, got it. So instead, it's going to be twelve for the first, um, fourteen for the second, and okay. eight for the third. Or not eight for the third. Sorry, uh, only one roll for the third. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just going to be seven for the third. Okay. Cool. Uh, that is good to know. So you you walk into the well. Let, let me hear your other attack. So you've got a basic action too. Uh huh. Um, walk up to the first rat in the line and try to use flurry of blows to send it flying back into just just to try I to think knock you, the other ones. I think you have to have a bonus action for flurry of blows. Oh, okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so I think you can yeah, still do one punch. I'm just going to walk up and punch it. <laughs> okay, cool. This is a different one. This would be number four or whatever based on the hits that are being dealt. So this would be the first one you walk into. Um, so go ahead and give me a hit. Right. Uh, natural one. Nice. So that does not hit. And I'd like to say as you, because uh, this is a critical failure, uh, you throw, you walk into the room, you throw your, your detonation as is exploding, you go to punch the closest one next to you, and it was already in attack mode, so it opens its mouth as your punch is leading towards it, and it bites down, and it does, uh, let me roll, uh, six damage to you. Oh, <laughs> that's not good. That looked painful, man. Let's see, where am I actually at for life? He says 14 minus six, I'm at eight HP left. Oof. Um, so that is the end of your turn, uh, unless you'd like to move it all, but yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd like to just run in the opposite direction. <laughs> okay. So I'll pull you away. You're back at the entrance of the door after running through your friends, but you, you walk in, you throw one thing, it detonates as you try to punch one it, it bites down on you. Um, and as it does, you're like, fuck this. And you back up a good couple of feet, <laughs> squeeze in between your friends um, it is now Giyu's turn. He said that he had his stuff fixed. Um, are you here? Corey? Yeah, it appears it is working. Sweet. We can okay. hear you. Sweet. Yes, we can hear you. So, uh, go ahead and it's your turn, my good sir. There are five were rats or not were rats, giant rats in front of you. Um, what would you like to do? Um, I guess I'll put my hands towards my keychain, which is my vessel, which hangs around my neck. And I'll I'll have that glow and shoot out an Eldritch Blast. Nice. Fuck yeah. Uh, All right. I believe that's <laughs> a D10. Yes, it is. Do you have Agonizing Blast? I do as well. Ooh, baby. What's your Charisma modifier? Uh, For 17, is that plus three? It is indeed. Yeah. yeah. Okay, nice. so that's so, a 13. Nice. nice. Oh, so you, fuck. You, you wait, hit this. Wait, wait. Did you roll to hit yet? Or... Oh, oh my bad. Yeah, roll oh, that okay. D twenty. Damn, I thought that was. <laughs> okay. I thought that was to hit. That's well, karma served me right because I rolled a one. Mm. Hit? <laughs> okay, oh. so rolling ahead of time. One of the minutes, things I rolled a one for attack. One of the things in our game is that we have a unique um, inspiration system. Uh, starting out as you don't have much, I'm going to give you two to start out with. Um, our home rule that we run with is you can use one inspiration to give yourself advantage. You can use three inspiration to give somebody else another reroll. Not necessarily advantage, just another reroll. 
or you can use five points to um, get a positive outcome determined by the DM for whatever. Um, but I also have the lucky feet. Ooh, so I believe well. that allows me to re-roll. I don't know yeah. how many times yeah. per day. I think it's I think it's just once. It's three times. Oh, three for times. a long rest. If I'm not right. so, I'll use so... my one out of three times to re-roll this attack. Perfect. Uh, to add my. Uh, it's your charisma. Just add one, two, three, or uh, charisma okay, so... plus proficiency, which is two. Okay, so, so it's a total of twelve. Nice. Okay, so you're able to hit this thing. Um, I think you said 13 damage, right? I'll re-roll that because it wasn't official. It's uh, going to be eight. Okay. Um, so you, you're standing there in the midst of all these people as there, there's some commotion going on with these rats. And you just met these people, but nonetheless, you want to protect yourself. So you reach down and you grasp at your, your necklace. That is your focus. That is your connection to your deity. And you squeeze it for a second. And as you do the whole thing begins to glow and the light peers out from between your grasp and it blasts this beast in front of you, um, dealing a significant amount of damage. Um, and is there anything else you can do with your turn, my good um, Maybe back up five feet or ten feet if I can. I don't right. know if that's allowable. Sounds good. I'm going to call you Don John Raskin uh, and pull you, pull you further back. You are next to Rock Muncher near the door, just a bit like apprehensive about like not sure how well your compatriots your new compatriots are able to withstand themselves and that is Giyu's turn it would now be Cad Warden's turn do we have a Jacob yet or are we still is he still not feeling good he said he'd join in in a few minutes but if he's not yet joining in it's because he's not ready so okay well then we'll yeah. just skip him for now and let him pop back in whenever he joins it's not like you guys are going to be hard pressed without him um, yeah, no, no, so bad. we'll just, we'll just say it's mud boy's turn and that in this whole commotion, he's, he's a bit surprised and he actually runs back further than everybody else. And is just like, I'm getting some distance. I'm tired of dealing with these were rats. So it is mud boy's turn. You are one of the closest people to the were rats. The one closest to you has been hit. Um, but it also bit, uh, rock muncher. The the three in the back have been hit, and the two furthest away from you, you know, got a bit more of a blast than the rest of them. Um, okay, who got hit the most? Sorry, the two uh, furthest this from guy, me? the two big boys, the two big guy, boys in the back got hit. The yeah, most? yeah, but this guy yeah. here and this guy here also got hit. Well, I'm going to cast Zephyr's Strike. All right, tell me what that yes. does. That. Uh, means that I no longer have to worry about opportunity attacks. Okay. So I can move through their spaces and around them and whatnot without having to fret. Uh, and um, once on one of my coming up turns, as long as I'm concentrating on the spell, once on my upcoming turns, or this turn, I can use my... Uh, I can get an advantage on one attack roll. Good. If okay. that hit. Then I do an extra 1d8 force damage. Okay. So yeah, I'm going to move my character up over mid. here. Are you going to do a full swipe? What's so, a full swipe? So this is something that I haven't brought up to you guys because it hasn't come into play, but it's something that I've I've done before in my DMing. Um, you can basically swipe at one target, or you can do like a haymaker swipe and do like a 180 swipe. Your 180 swipe will be at disadvantage, but it will be at disadvantage for each creature. 
So moving into the middle, you'd be able to take your sword and swing it from your left to your right and potentially hit all three of these creatures, but potentially hit none of them. So I could try to hit all three, but at a disadvantage. So I'd roll six dice, two for yeah. each. Yeah. Disadvantage for all of them, but I could potentially hit one of them. I'm, that's a great idea. I'm going to toss this it. into home rules because we're actually going to use it now. So that was a... Uh, okay. You'll have to just allow us to... You'll have to suggest them because I don't know that we'll recognize No, it's not. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. I'll, um, I'll roll a two for that first one that was nearest to me. Well, nearest rock muncher. That'll be two 11s plus five 16. 16, that definitely hits. Can I just roll one set of D8? Uh, one, one d8 for all of them at the end, or yeah, that's individually. Cool. You, it's up to you. I'm fine. Fuck, with individually. The first one's taking eight plus three. Okay, eleven. Eleven. The second one is a miss. A net one. Okay. A net one. Do you want to play with it? I, I will. Go ahead and give me the third one. Third one's a dirty twenty. A dirty twenty-two, actually. <laughs> okay. So as you swing your sword. Uh, oh, actually, give me the damage for the third one. So the first and the third. Oh, the third only. Yeah. Uh, six damage total for that one. Okay. So and that's all just slashing damage. So you take your sword and you pull it back in like a baseball swing and you slice down and you hit the first one dead on and it cuts across its face. Uh, the blade glances off of its what you can only assume are its bones. It goes to the next one, makes a solid swipe before the third one slightly behind you bite at your bites at your ankle, causing you to fall slightly. And you are, I'm going to consider you prone. Um, Ooh. And even though you're just down on one knee, you're, you're, you're going to have to take some extra movement to stand up. Um, so we're going to consider you prone, but you were able to hit those those first two uh, pretty well. So uh, I'm assuming you have some movement still. Uh, you can move out of your way, but that I'm... is going to take half of your movement to get up. So you'd only be able to get just a little bit further away. Um, well, I've already used half my movement. So um, what I'm going to do is uh, stand up because... You don't want the disadvantage. Yeah, understandable. Um, let me see. Yeah, no, that's it. I'm just going to stand up, and that'll be the end of it. And I am concentrating on a spell right now, so let's remember that. When uh, inevitable rounds of rounds of damage comes at me in a second. <laughs> okay, I added it into home rules. Full swipe. Able to swing Should on multiple died. creatures. Disadvantage on all, been... but possible of hitting all. Okay. I did do a lot of damage with that. You did. You I'm did. in such a weak spot, though. Ouch. <laughs> you are. Um, so now it is the rats' turns. Um, Perfect and timing. They're... Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, 22 oh to hit. I should have no, done one to hit. Check. 21 to hit. That'll hit me, yes. Is that me? Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, yeah, you're in the center of all of them. So they're, they're running right uh -huh, towards you. Uh -huh. Um. That is a four for the first rat. Just four damage. Four damage for the first okay. rat. Okay. Uh, 14. 14 misses. Okay. Uh, 20. That'll hit. Okay. You take uh, five damage from that one. And that's three rats. Okay. Uh, a total nice. of eight to hit. No. 
Okay, and then the last one is actually going to aim for Snarky Pippins because he's the, the the closest to that rat. Yeah. Um, so Snarky does a fourteen hit your armor class. I have a thirteen armor class. Yeah, so fourteen beats that. So you take uh three points of damage as a rat lashes out at you. So what happens is um. Mudboy charges in, does a swipe as everybody else is kind of falling a bit back. He he charges into battle, does a full swipe, hitting three of them. They turn onto him and just attack him from each different angle. But there's one that is just outside of the fray, turns to you, Snarky Pippins, and bites you on the thigh, um, causing some damage. I have a question. Yes. Why isn't Snarky Pippins wearing any sort of armor? He's got uh, a scoby leather armor. So your AC would be 13 without armor. So if you're wearing some sort of armor, it should be better than 13. Oh. Uh, what about me as a monk? My armor class is 18. Or at yes. least that's what my That's because says. it's your... You have for a monk, your, your, your armor is just your dex plus your wiz. Mm-hmm. And so we were taking and that into account, right? Yeah, your, your, your AC is 18. That's what you should be telling him when when people when he asks if they yeah. hit or not. It's no, way okay. ridiculous, but yes, yours is um, much better than everyone else's. So go in the front yeah. line often the, because you I, can't. I be also hit. thought the snarky should be at like a sixteen, right? Well, his armor should his armor should give him at least a plus two for uh, like hide armor. That would give him two more than what he's got. Yeah, so you would be at a fifteen. I that. Um, I think that might be something we have to add to your items. Yep. How do I add things to his stuff? I see a drop down menu for add, add to equipment. Yeah. Okay. I don't know yeah. You're that, but do that. You should be able to click equip. Yeah. Yeah. I got the red box checked because it's medium. Oh yeah. Armor. Okay. Yeah. I changed my armor class now to, to 16. If, if that's the case, if you're at 16, because I did give you that armor, um, then that last rat hit would not have hit you. Um, so you would not have taken that damage, but it does ah. still try to bite at you. And we'll say, because you have the armor, it actually grasps at the armor and takes like a small, small piece of it with it. But you know, later you can just patch that hole with some more of your scoby. Um, so you don't actually take damage. Um, but that Please. would be the rat's turns leaving snarky Pippin to go. Oh shit. I forgot to do one last thing. Oh, okay. how many hits did I take? Uh, Four. I got hit no. four times? No, I think you only got hit three times. Okay, three times. So I need to do three concentration checks. Oh, that is true. And I have a plus three to you, my You do those. Uh, I'm going to grab another beer. I passed the first one, and I passed the second one, and I passed the third one. Yay! Dope. That's spells. If you're concentrating on a spell that lasts over time. Some spells last, but you don't have to concentrate on on them. But if you're concentrating on a spell, and they say whether they require concentration, and you get hit with damage, and right, a few other things, like getting cocked in the head real hard but not taking damage, um, then you have to roll to maintain concentration. And if you don't pass the check, then you're, you're, your spell fails. Hey, look, we got a, a good buddy back. Um, since a... you got skipped, um, but it's still the first round of combat, would you like to go now, my good sir? Sure. Uh, yeah. So before you, rats. there are five rats. Um, Mudboy is in the midst of it. I pulled you further back just because I was like, he'll, he'll get his opportunity. Um, but there are five rats in front of you. 
you did see some good hits get put in. No, I made him bigger. Oh. It's okay. <laughs> Those two took a larger hit from Rock Muncher's drop-in. Um, he, he As soon as Rock Muncher came in, he threw a device into the center of him and those two got a good hit into the the chest and shoulder so those two in the further back that are larger have been hit more you do know that the other ones you kind of didn't really see how much they got hit when you ran away but uh you are there and you are free to make an attack and whatnot okay um i will is this like round one of combat yes it is uh i will just target yeah, they did get a chance to attack. Uh, I am just going to uh, aim my pickaxe towards this rat here and uh, nice. uh, fire Eldritch Blast at it. Nice. So Cad Warden pulls out his pickaxe again, slams it into the wall, and you see a rumbling line cascading across the top of the roof, leading to the one in the back, slamming down onto it for... What did you get for a hit, my good sir? Uh, 15 to hit. Nice, you got this rat. What's what's your damage? Uh, it is seven plus four, eleven plus two is thirteen points of damage. Nice. Okay, so you're actually able to take out this giant rat. So as you pull out your axe and or your pickaxe and you slam it into the wall, the cascading line heads straight for it, and as it gets just above it, it stops, and a large clump of stone drops down and smushes this fucking rat. Um, it is twitching beneath a large boulder at the moment. Um, is that the end of your turn, my good sir? Yes, it is. All right. Then at the top of the round, we got Rock Muncher. Real quick, are these the were rats? Rats? Are we like breaking? These our are giant rats? rats. You don't know if they're were rats, but as soon as you guys walked in, they just started attacking. Okay. So way back in the past, I'm pretty sure that we received. Uh... Some health potions. Is that not correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rock Muncher. Um, I definitely need to remember my hit my hit plot for my armor class. So I'm not sure I would have taken all that damage earlier if I had actually told you the right numbers. That's fine. I'm just going to drink one of those. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, Is so, he, how much health do you have? I have eight right now out of 31. Oof. I have a lot Ouch. of HP. Yeah, so, it's not a bad. Um, this is again You're maybe right. another home rule that I'm just going to bring in. So if you use a full action to drink your potion, I'm going to give you the max the potion allows. Um, if you just use your bonus action to pull out a potion and chug it down, I'm going to make you roll for it. Okay. And what would the roll for it be like? Just, Whatever. Just... It's uh, 2d4 yeah. plus 2. Yeah, so you can either get 10 straight up by using a full action, or you could potentially get 10. Or four. That's up to you. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm just going to take my action drinking that potion, because I'm in a tough spot right now. (laughs) Understandable. So go ahead and add 10 to your hit points and remove one health potion. Also, spend a key point to dodge as a bonus. Yeah, because that was your action. Or back off either way, but I would definitely dodge. Yeah, I, I've, there's, there's two or three different ways that I could avoid damage um, using a key point, uh, using inspiration, and or somebody else giving me a reroll. But none of that has actually happened. And then one of I, I think Snarky Pippins even has healing word. <laughs> yeah, nobody's like so 
no you you haven't stated that you want more and to be honest it's hard to tell on your rock body yeah i know <laughs> but like when i was describing my character like it's my just hand have the rocks yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just yeah um but it is your turn so you you drank the potion um and you're going to use your bonus action to make sure you don't get hit yeah yeah cool um so that is rock muncher's turn Giyu, uh what would you like to do so let's see i'm all the way in the oh, back yeah you can still move forward and and probably get off an eldritch blast no problem i'd like to actually do i'd like to cast find familiar search that you probably I already like... have find familiar cast as a character if, you, if your character starts out with find familiar i always just say that you have one already yeah i would say that maybe when you popped out of the card you'd have whatever you want with you um because I think it takes more than that to summon it. It takes an hour. It takes a yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, so we'll so just say when you appeared. Yeah, we'll just say you appeared with your familiar as well. You open your cloak and you a small use... animal flums out. What is it? Yeah, what's your familiar's? Uh, it's a big flurry fluff ball. It's like kind of brown, has just big eyes on it and wings. <laughs> oh, Karibo, gotcha. I... Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, is it a Karibo? Yeah, it's a Karibo. Uh... Wait a second, are you? Oh, this is the fucking... He's Yugi. He's yeah, Yugi. this is the Yugi guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Uh, so, shit, yeah. I guess he was supposed to have his own uh, initiative. Block, right? Oh, we'll just we'll just call it with yours. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so we'll just I say whatever look... yours is, you can use it. Basically, I will try and move him out so he's kind of like in front of these other two rats, two smaller nice. ones. This This area right here. Oh, I'm tapping the wrong button. Be sure to play him in defense to, uh, position, or else it's uh, off or not. Yeah, perfect. The other arrow, the the further one down. Yeah, kind of over by that area of the room. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, and then I want to emit Eldritch Blast from one of them. Nice. Like from okay. from it to one of them. Okay, cool. Um, you can either roll a D10, or you can and like. Every two numbers is a direction, uh, or or you can just choose one. Oh, um, oh, this guy is, is the one I've gone. already hit still up. Um, I think that was this guy here. Yes. So yeah, we'll choose to hit that one again. Cool. Uh, I think that's a an eleven. Nice to hit. Yes. All right, cool. Go ahead and give me that damage. Uh, that's gonna be four damage. Cool. So yeah, you you your little Karibo, this uh, dark brown puffball with green eyes and little claws poking out of it, clambers out of your 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 jacket and uh, leans forward and just starts kind of rolling into the center of the group and then just pops out and as it does, a beam comes blasting out of it, uh, hitting this rat and it it kind of spasms in spot for a second before kind of. The, the beam dissipates and it stops writhing in pain. Uh, is there anything else you can do on your turn, good sir? Uh, move farther back. Okay. You're, you're pretty... So I have like a telepathic connection. Oh, Not too much then... farther back. Okay, we'll, we'll call you here. Because um, I want to be able good. to see inside. Okay, well then I think I think right. I guess I was already f as far back as I wanted to be. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're pretty good. Uh, we'll, we'll call you there. You're away from the, the fray. Um, so you, you summon your Karibo, you s slam it into attack mode 
and uh, it does its damage before you retreat back a little bit. Uh, Cad Warden, it is your turn. It's my turn again? Well, this is where your initiative was. I just kind of held you back until oh, you popped okay. in. So we'll, we'll just put you back into initiative sure. where you were. So it's I'll your turn. I'll the uh, other giant rats who is uh, chewing on Mud Boy. And again, I'll sink my pickaxe into the, uh, into the wall, grab another chunk, and I'm going to cast another Eldritch Blast. Hell yeah. I love your sound effects. I know, I do too. Uh, it's the uh, same thing as last time. It's a 15. That hits. Uh, for 10 plus 2, 12 points of uh, force and bludgeoning damage. All right. Yeah. As the cascading avalanche comes wrapping around the side of the wall, uh, it slams into this thing from the side and just pressure plays it into a wall, squishing it into place and it falls dead. Woot woot. Um, is that the end of your turn, Caddy? Mm -hmm. All right. Um, my boy. So you're still surrounded by some rats. Two of them are smushed and dead. Uh, three of them are still looking pretty vicious at you. Which one looks the strongest and the healthiest? This guy He's here. the furthest from death. I'm going to hit that guy. Cool. I'm going to extend that advantage that I got from my Zephyr Strike. Okay. And before I hit, I'm going to do my bonus action, Planar Strike. Nice. So that's 2d20. Um, uh, dirty 15. Uh, dirty 20, excuse me. Dirty 20, okay, cool. Yeah, you definitely hit this guy. Wonderful. That'll be 3d8 force damage. Plus Damn. 3. Nin 19 damage. Fuck, bro. Alright, so you've got some rats around you and they've been hit here and there and you, you pull out your sword again and after your, your fell swoop around the room, you catch yourself and you bring your sword down in an angle and you slice this thing in fucking two. You, you bring your, your sword down and it eviscerates this thing into two different pieces and out of the crack comes flowing mud and it's just oozing from its wound. Uh, is there anything yeah. else you can do? No, I'm done so. All right. Uh, actually, um, I'm going to use all of my movement speed to get the fuck out of there and run down the yeah, hall. And, and you don't provoke... Get him, guys! You don't provoke That's right, opportunity don't. attacks, right? Uh, how far do you want to go? Um, well... Uh, Still by the door or outside of it? I, just, just like past the front line so that I'm not the first one they're after when they come charging. Okay. Um, it is now the well, rabbit turn. Far. It is now the rat's turn. They will take their rats. movement to get closer to you guys. Um, knowing that uh, Mudboy did the most damage, they're, one of them is going to run straight for him in a following pursuit. And does a 22 hit you, good sir? It will. Okay, you mm. take a whopping three damage from this tiny rat as it bites at your ankle. Um, okay. the second one is going to run at Cad Warden, seeing as he slammed so many rocks into his compatriots and does a, Ooh, this is a natural 20 bees knees. It does oh. hit, uh, um, three, five, seven whopping damage to you as it clambers up and bites on the under part, uh, like just outside of your armpit on your arm. 
uh, that little under flab, the little pterodactyl wing, it just chomps, chomps right at that. Um, right on the tricep. Yeah, muscle. <coughs> um, and that is the rats' turns. Snarky, it is your turn, good sir. And there are rats oh. on either side of you. Oh boy, are they? Are the rats within five feet of each other? Yeah. I want to use moonbeam. Hmm. And it's a five-foot radius, so I assume if that's in between the middle of them, that'll hit them both? I think so. think your rats need to make a constitution throwing? Ooh, okay, that's going to be fun. Let's see if mm. they can do that. Uh, Wait, what, what's, what, what happened again? Oh, moonbeam. Yeah. yeah. Constitution saving throws. Um, so a 10 and a 13, does that... Do either one of those pass it? Uh, what fails? Uh, but if it... Yeah, if it fails, it it takes half half as much damage. Okay. No, if it fails, it takes full damage. If it succeeds, it takes half as much. Oh, uh, sorry. But sorry. what's your number? It's sorry. your spell save DC. Are you on D and D Beyond? Uh, yeah, I need to roll for some two. reason eleven, and that doesn't seem right either. No, that's correct. Okay, so one of them it's, it's, succeeds, yeah. one of them fails. So you, my boy, also in, is an eleven. Um. You you summon this giant beam of light in front of you, and it catches one most of the way in the into this little cube, and it sizzles away some of its hair, and it seems to scream backwards up into the sky as it it sears. The other one on the opposite side of this pole of light is only caught partially in the fray, and it. It burns, but not its full body. How much damage do you do Jacob, for those guys? Dallas, yeah. Jacob, yeah. If, I'm not mistaken, if they are were-rats, this reveals their normal form? Yes. Oh, shit. If, if they're, they're were-rats. I think it's it just says giant rats. Okay, then they're just giant rats. Yeah, they're just big old boys. All right, um, very good. So, <laughs> yeah, ethereally, they just, like, cry and agonize into this searing light uh how much damage does the one that takes full damage take and then i'll just have it um if i'm understanding this correctly i think 3d10 uh it would be 2d10 but i have it at a third uh third level spell yeah 3d10 yeah did i do that right all right so rolling it's yeah, what 25. Makes and I don't think I add anything to that. I don't think I have a spell modifier. No, I think that's it. But 25 is fucking good. Um, so one takes only 12. The other one takes 25. Um, and so, or no, 13. Uh, so yeah. one, the one that's majoritarily caught into this thing, it's, it's fur sears away. It's flesh starts searing away. You start seeing muscle in some patches as it burns through that. And this pain wraps around this rat so hard that it is unable to maintain its state. And it just kind of melts in spot. The other one, only taking part of this damage, uh, its, its right leg is extremely hampered by this damage. And you can see it's down to the muscle on that. But it can still use and utilize its features. So you have killed one rat. Uh, there is one left. And it is Rock Muncher's turn. Unless you'd like to move away. I should ask if there was anything uh, else. Yeah, I would like to step away because I see yeah. I'm going to get attacked again and it could be me. Yeah, That's... step away. Um, 
I am going to give you an opportunity attack, which we'll see. Yeah, that is a 10 to hit. I don't, yeah, I just figured out yours was like 16. So yeah, no, uh, as you, as you flee away, the remaining rat tries to bite at you through the light and it sears itself a little bit more before pulling away outside of the light. And that is your turn. It is rock muncher's turn now. I would like to flurry of blows. All right. So you're going to run up and do a punch. Do, Izzy. Do your punches. Just hit him uh, twice before you decide whether you're going to spend a key point. All right. Um, yeah, do that. Uh, eight to hit. Uh, the first hit does not hit. All right. And then 15. Uh, the second hit does hit. Um, right, nice. Give me your damage and we'll see where this goes. Uh, looks like it's going to be three plus five, eight. All right. So as you run up to this remaining rat, as it's seared a little bit on its right hip, you run up and you just cold cock this thing. And the first hit slides down its little rat mouth. It just it barely touches its nose and just slides down its whiskers past its eye. And you don't like that. So you hammer hand your hand down, bringing it onto this thing's skull. And when you do, it cracks it a little bit. And you hear and you feel a little bit of a snap as its skull is caved in and it is no longer moving. You have killed all of the rats in here. Woo woo! Oh, I just good tonight, y'all. I don't know what I did there. Hey, Snarky Pippins, could you maybe uh, help me with some of my wounds? Some healing word. Cool. Uh, what are the words you say? Maybe share some Joe Mama with my with me. Uh, Mikalika. Honestly, Joe Mama. Honestly. The best way to handle that is just to sit around a fire for a minute and wrap that shit with some salve. Uh, or some mud. You wouldn't have mud. to be able to fly with mud. I got great mud. Works wonders. Real regenerative. Well, the real question is, are you guys going to try and take a short rest here, or are you guys going to let Snarky Pippins heal Rockmunch? Oh, I suppose we don't want to take a short rest in the middle of a cave, do we? Yeah, what's going on with Good these point. rats? Yeah. Uh, so... You guys tend up your bandages. Uh, why don't you, Snarky Pippins, why don't you give Rock Muncher a healing word real quick? All right. Um, I got it at a... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a no. minute. Okay. Let me do that. I'll do the healing. I'll do a cure wounds. How about that? Oh, okay. So as Snarky Pippin starts to pull out his hands and pull some material into the physical plane... Um, <laughs> mud boy's like, oh, hold on, hold on, I got this, and he sloughs off a little bit of his mud, slaps it on Rock Muncher, and how much does Rock Muncher heal? Three hit points. Nice. Yeah, so you're you welcome. Like still, would you like to still help him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm at twenty three out of thirty one. That's better than nothing. That's better than so that. So I'm uh, frustrated. I look at myself and I touch my own chest where I've got a wound and I do it again and I got a six point heal. Sorry, cool. not 23. I'm at 21 out of 31. So I'm missing 10 HP. Yeah. Snarky, if you'd like to, to heal, you definitely can still. You can see that Rock Muncher is still missing some bits and pieces that seem kind of crucial. <laughs> All right. Um, I think we're going to roll 3d4 because it's a spell slot 3. Um, All right. Which one is the four? That might overkill. 
Yeah. How far maybe, away from, Maybe are, just are do it at two. Maybe just do it at level two. But that's level just two. me. Yeah, I'll just do roll two. Yeah. Roll. Rolled six. Nice. Uh, don't you get a plus to that, though? Uh, plus one. Nice. So you got seven more damage healed. Uh, so <laughs> nice. that means you should be at like 29 out of 33. You should be looking good. Uh, 28, actually. I'm, I'm 28 out of 40. Yeah. Uh, yeah. you're looking a little worse for wear. Um, you guys are realizing pretty quick that maybe these rats sent you in to deal with their problems. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, would you guys like to make your way forward more? Yeah. All right, cool. Well, then just assuming you guys are going into one of these other two pathways, you guys make your way back a little bit and you guys come across two passages that that look pretty similar in in shape and size. Would you guys like to choose the left or the right? I'll know the right way, right? You guys right know way. which way is the right way. Yeah. As you guys walk past these doors that you can see are kind of barricaded against, you you knock on them and you you tell the people inside that you're here to try and delegate and uh they let you in and when you walk in there you guys see five pretty hungry looking dwarf fellows um there's two of them that are ladies three of them that are men but they look pretty pretty beaten up um, they all have beards right oh yeah absolutely yeah it's hard to distinguish but you can tell there's like a bit more bosom between one person's breast. Dude, breast don't undercut it. That cleavage is banging. Oh yeah, at least on one of them. One of them's a a fine looking dwarf. If Cad Warden said himself. Um, but you guys, you guys walk in there, and and you guys hear a couple of them say, "Hey, uh, I hear you guys are supposed to be helping us out. We're we're not giving this this mine up to any filthy rats." Uh, are you guys here to help us clear them out? Yeah, we just killed five. No, we're not. We killed the regular rats. The were rats. Uh, oh yeah, we're, we're helping them out another way. So you're so you're with the rats? No, we're getting them out of here, but we're not going to kill them because we're not bloody sociopaths. Uh, that doesn't quite line up, but I'm gonna go ahead and agree with you. Um. <laughs> So you're getting rid of the rats. Yes, we're going to uh, clear another nest for them that they previously nested in. That's currently being filtered in by, get this, orcs. And you know, as you're my kith and kin, we don't like orcs neither. Yeah, we don't no, like, that's, like, okay, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. I exactly. All right, all right. So we're going to so, go kill some orcs so the rats leave here. Okay, well... But we came back here to make sure that you guys weren't dying or starving to death. Well, we definitely are starving. Like, if okay. you guys have some rations, we'd absolutely... We definitely do. Them. We have a butter skull. <laughs> you want a butter oh, skull? Oh, a butter skull? Man, <laughs> these gotta be worth at least 20 silver. You people are crazy. You're just giving them away? Um, one of them starts pulling some mushrooms out of his backpack. He grabs the butter skull with extreme fever. Um, and he's sparks back up the fire in the corner he uses uh what a control flame he just sparks up the flame again in the in the campfire and he starts searing some mushrooms and some butter and it smells really good um i offered can... to help with the stone soup oh all right i 
I've had that before. I, I'm just gonna I give it we're, some, like, we're kind of in the place to have a stone soup. And <laughs> I take like, the, uh, the stones that I sautéed earlier and plunk them in. Oh man, these even have some stuff already crusted on them. This is fantastic. You've used <laughs> these stones for soup before, I can tell. Um, and he starts making a delicious stone soup uh, <laughs> out of mushrooms, stone, some water that he has. Uh, and obviously the butter that you guys gave him, he's got some fresh herbs. He kind of blends into there and it's a, it's a pretty nice hearty soup. Um, <laughs> if you guys are interested at all, they'll gladly share. Um, but I otherwise spend, uh, one ration in order to, uh, two rations to make the soup more hearty. Ooh, nice. So you pull out some, uh, some nice jerky and yeah, they're pretty sounds... thick cut and you drop them into the pot as well. And as the, the time goes on, they thick, they, they plump up again, if you will. And there's some nice strips of steak strewn across this, this uh, stone soup. Oh, yeah. Do I nobody's eat a bowl? Eating it. <laughs> I was like, nobody's eating it, but whatever. No. <laughs> I, I, I eat a bowl. All right, cool. I will eat as well. Dude, yeah, there you go. Uh, I'm going to actually also consume the rocks. Yeah. Uh, you, you reach your hand into the pot and... Or you try to reach your hand into the pot, and one of the the dwarfs stops you and says, "Here, I've got a spoon." And he reaches out and he's like, "You want your rocks back?" And <laughs> you say yes. Um, and he seems a little befuddled by it, but you take your rocks back, and as soon as you crunch into them, you realize that they are the the moistest rocks you've ever had. Um, oh, I'm gonna save a few. Oh, they're you're even more crusty for the go. next stone soup. There we go. All right. Little does he know, but they only put rocks in the soup to help cook it. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know that. Um, They're my special rocks now. That is where you guys are at. So you guys have talked to the dwarfs, have basically explained to them that you're going to go clear something out and that they should just wait outside. Um, they agree as much as they disagree. Um, they will leave the the place and just wait outside of it for now, but they want like guarantee that you're going to be taking care of this rat problem ASAP. Um, Don John Ruskin actually pops up from the back and he's like, well, I just want to say thank, thank y'all for pretending to be me in front of those rat people. I really appreciate that. It made it a lot easier for me to kind of go on scene and be able to, observe this from a a fair perspective on both sides and i think that if you if you fellows can get rid of the the orc problem i think you might have a solid solution um let's do this i guess uh i'm gonna stay here with the dwarves if you don't mind and we can reconvene once you guys come back okay yeah all right Yeehaw. Let's go kill some orcs, guys. All right. Above the it's table. Oh. I don't have this person. <laughs> it's okay. It's it's kind of late, so maybe yeah. it's an affordable it's stuff. It's time here. to call it done anyway. Yeah, I was going to ask yeah, you Yeah, I'm looking to go beat up some orcs. That's exciting. All right. Sorry, I, I left for a big chunk of time. My fucking it's face cool. was murdering it's, me. It's totally understandable. It, we played nonetheless. Um. So you guys... I'm talking in Don Ruskin's voice. Uh, you guys pass through the same 
trials and tribulations you did the the first first time through you guys step outside of the area um bringing don john ruskin and several of the dwarves with you um they pass by the rats very cautiously um when you guys do pass by the rats they say ah i see you've uh, gotten rid of them for us thank you so much and uh the the dwarves have some snickering under their breath that they say as they walk out of the the mine, um, waiting for you guys to leave and thus return. Um, but I think that's where we're gonna call it tonight, guys. Uh, thank you guys for for playing. It was it was a blast. Is there any mm-hmm. like questions, queries, quandaries, or concerns? Well, I just like to say I'm Mud Boy did a planar zephyr strike. And it was a wonderful experience. Well, and then Moonbeam outclassed him, which was fucking oh. wonderful. I'm actually going to, before Welcome. we leave, I'm going to toss out some inspiration. So, one, I'm going to give Snarky Pippins uh, <laughs> one point for deciding to be Don John Ruskin. Um, <laughs> and, and his persuasive role. That was really good because when questioned as to why, he was just like, I don't know. I thought it would be a fun way to pass the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I'd like to give um, who who is first in, in the, I think oh, yeah, I think I, I'm going to give Snarky Pippins another one for being oh, the sh- first to recognize the, the worm that was attacking everybody. Um, I'd like to give Rock Muncher one for tossing in his IED um, when you guys walked into the rats. Um, and then I'd like to give Giyu another one for his brilliant Karibo uh, explanation. Um, Mud Boy, you get two. One for your, your slash that... Dude, you deserve that one. But thank you anyway. Yeah, no, your your slash was on point. Um, that was fantastic. It felt very just fucking cathartic, oh. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and who else we here? Rock Muncher. No, I gave you one. Yeah. No, I think I think that's all the the points I'm going to divvy out tonight. Hopefully, you guys mm-hmm. remember where you're at. Um, oh. again, are we still doing that max five rule? Yeah, max five, um, okay. max five rule. So, uh, wherever you're at, don't be afraid to use them, guys. Um, nice. But other than that, you guys have a wonderful night. I'm going to tell um, Craig to leave. Uh, fuck you, Craig. Fuck you, Craig. Uh, where's leave? Craig, yeah. Don't think we hate you. Yeah, thanks for DMing, Dallas. It was a Who pleasure. Who watches the watcher? <laughs> <laughs>